cream. Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 27th of November, 2011. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp. Cream. And Zachary Burgess. Dramatic pointing. Dramatic pointing. It's happening. <laughs> Suitable for radio. <laughs> exactly. This pointing is so offensive, you just can't see it. <laughs> Offensive. It's so offensive you can't see it, like physically. <laughs> Even if you were looking directly at it, you would be able to see it. <laughs> they, they wish they could see it. It's because when you point, it's pointing so directly at them well, that it's, it's completely in profile. <laughs> you can't see the point whatsoever. Therefore, it's no longer rude to point. But then you're <laughs> seeing the point. Of the point, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes, welcome. This is our video games podcast. About pointing. <laughs> Indeed. Use some pointers for pointing <laughs> on a computer. Have you got any uh, good pointers for pointing? <laughs> Use a mouse. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Do so yeah. extremely, as we've just demonstrated. Or Take... offensively. <laughs> or offensively. <laughs> Offensive pointing. Maybe that's if you do it with two fingers. Try like... not to use a Wiimote. That's... Depends what two fingers you're using. <laughs> <laughs> Double-handed point. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Both index finger of both hands. Oh, that's, and then you can, and then you can. That's uh, giving them the guns. Yeah, the guns, guns, and you can uh, you can fire the guns one after the other with like a bit of recoil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but usually when you uh, when you uh, emulate a gun with a hand, you use two fingers. Do you not the, the in- index and the middle finger like that? And yes, your it's, it's, thumb a, it's up, like, like the barrel and the action. Exactly. And you've got your the thumb up as the, <laughs> the, uh, the hammer. hammer yeah, I guess. I guess. But what's that? Or if you want to be super hardcore, then you have to you have to use all your fingers and use this for the trigger. You use the forefinger. That's really hard to yeah, do. That's really hard to do because you're not you can't <laughs> fold your little finger and Are you trying this now, listeners, wherever you are on the train? <laughs> pew, pew. Yep. Do the handguns. Do the handguns. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. You got those Facebook messages from uh, a listener of ours uh, trying to listen, trying to download on the train oh, yeah, over yeah, yeah, a 3G yeah. connection. Not going to happen. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah don't, pretty... don't do it. If, you're, if you want to listen to the Salacast, be committed. Prepare. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare. Download beforehand, like I have to do with every other podcast. Well, yeah. Don't trust that streaming <laughs> shit, yeah. especially not over 3G. No one wants to use 90 megabytes of their like limited 3G contracts. He did actually start to manage to get it to work, but then he ran into patchy reception. Which On is... a train. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. Train. Boo. But yeah, it's uh, I-, I will experiment with mono this week instead of stereo to see really? if I can cut the size down. Well, since we're not recording in stereo anymore. Yeah, but it makes the intro sound better. shit. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And, and if I do any of my fantasy endings. Fantasy endings. <laughs> We need to work out how to get back to recording in stereo. That's what it's all about. At some point, we'll need better uh, ulti mic, alternate plan. Yes, indeed. Just get two mics. mics. Yeah, yeah. I'll sit the other side with my mic pointing the other way or something. Uh, since yeah. I'm not using it, I can I could just bring it here and we could always try it. Anyway, true. possibilities for the future. <laughs> we should look at the what the uh, the bit rate and the mono stereo whatever that the BBC use for their podcast because I think it's quite low, but it sounds fine. Yeah, uh, I'll experiment. I think uh, it might help that they're recording in a proper studio, so they can like compress it down. And, and it might not, make, and it might make me feel better about abusing DreamHost's unlimited storage policy. <laughs> um. Well, they promised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not streaming video yet. <laughs> Speak of which, this is random, pointless chatter. <laughs> we're talking about our own podcast again, <laughs> yeah, as, <laughs> as we've tried no, not to. No, po- I'm, I'm going to about to talk about another podcast. Um, 
Have you noticed that Giant Bomb's videos all gone YouTube? Yeah, there was a big kerfuffle about what it. What is that all about? <laughs> kerfuffle? <laughs> well, it's because they, they started using YouTube, but they were only putting shit up in 360, 360. Yeah. And it was like, oh, what are you doing? And then then they, everyone was like, oh, 360 is shit. It's like, even your old video system was better than this. And then they then eventually it was like, well, we're, now we're going to put it in 720. Now it's like, but now what are we paying for? <laughs> if we could get the free YouTube videos in 720, oh. why are we paying subscription? So... Have um, they answered that? Not really. Okay. But obviously it's cheaper for them not to have to host all the videos. Well, yeah. I'm sure that helps. They must but they still do. Because you can switch it to the old... Can you? Yeah. Oh. The old video streaming tech, whatever they're using. Maybe they'll switch that off. I always like the old... Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> computer games. Uh, we've probably got quite a bit to cover because it's getting towards uh, Christmas. And all, the, all the big games have been out and stuff. I've right? still resisted buying Skyrim. You're going to have to play that, man. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to play that eventually. It's like, I'm, the more I've been hearing about it and seeing it, it's like, oh no, it's starting to become tempting. Looks... I'm, I'm waiting for Monday because there's going to be a patch. Yeah, there's And some... I'm going to see what the patch notes are and see if they fix some of the things that I've been hearing about. What have you been hearing out of interest? Mainly the UI stuff. Like, the PC UI is just completely fucked. Well, I heard like, 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 sometimes it will say a button you're meant to push, but that button doesn't actually work, and then you have to mouse and push the physical button on the screen. Oh, that sucks. So randomly, sometimes it does it one way, and sometimes it does it the other. But can you just, like, fix that using a mod rather than waiting for the developer to fix You could, it? except they haven't released the mod tools yet, so you can't make... Any mods that exist are currently unofficial. Oh, are and, they? And, and they're all, like, replacement EXEs and shit. Yeah, which Steam has oh, a bit yeah. of a problem with. Oh, yeah. But some of them sound cool. Like the uh, sort of Google Maps map thing, Street View yeah. thing. It's not for the entire map. So you can just, like, see, zoom at any point. <laughs> and then you had that craziness about them being the entire, like, very primitive maps from the other games. That's not that surprising, In the game. No it is, yeah, you, you, could, you, could, you know, there's a number of theories about, you know, maybe they're just being ultra careful to make sure that you know, wherever you are in the world, there's always something on the horizon. So maybe there's some ridiculous peak somewhere that you stand on and there's, like, some hint of something in the distance. But it makes sense anyway, since, they're, since the map overview that you can open is just the world. Mm, it's like, yeah. it's just rendered from really far away. Yeah. It's still the same world geometry. So yeah, yeah, You have to what, cover what the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even so, you, you didn't have to, met, like, um, render Morrowind and Tamriel. It's not like they it. really render it. It's like being well, no, where no, they're reduced, but they went to the effort of making it <laughs> yeah. precisely. It's, it's like Battlefield Three, where it's like there's shit, there's like terrain fucking miles away they, from where you could actually fight. Yeah, but they didn't even clip the bits that you weren't going to see, like the bits on the other side of mountains. It's true to save performance, or well, you can't always. You, that's the sort of thing where you have to do it anyway because you can't guarantee that someone's not going to find a way to stand on every single mountain in the entire world oh, no, 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 and see you, every single little but bit. Of all the bits of terrain that are unnecessary are on the outside of the arena, so you basically just clip the bits that there is no it's still a bit it's, strange it is a bit odd I don't think it is <laughs> oh man have you seen unless those... they're planning some ridiculous DLC no I'm pretty sure they're not have you seen well, those screenshots where people are like hoarding shit in their houses yeah like, that's, that's what you always do that's the best thing about <laughs> yeah, but one guy's like he takes every weapon and shield from everybody he ever kills and just shoves them all in his house it's just like piles and piles of swords <laughs> and shit all over the place <laughs> not to smell that, was... that or something I, mean, <laughs> I don't know that was hilarious. last week's Penny Arcade wasn't it it's like what if I come across oh, yeah, the broom dungeon <laughs> <laughs> he's just covered in brooms <laughs> Uh, sounds brilliant. And you move ultra slow if you over encumbered. Yeah, over encumbered. Like, and then you use those crazy crappy NPCs as like pack horses or whatever. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of crazy. There was a whole article on uh, Rock Paper Shotgun about like Lydia and how he'd accidentally killed her 
on some in some fight up some mountain and then he came back to find her body and he eventually found it because the world persists everything <laughs> yeah, there's, in the giant bomb quick look of skyrim yeah they, 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 he just he just murders her yeah yeah in, in his house and then when he goes outside a message comes up and it's like i'm so sorry for your loss and then he gets a message about her death giving him money because <laughs> of the freedom <laughs> like, that was quick <laughs> yeah it was awesome but yeah uh they were in this fight with this monster at the top that came out of this tomb or whatever, and she'd fallen down to the bottom, and so he dragged her all the way up the hill in a dodgy... You know how you have to skate up hills that are too to in games in general oh, yeah. that are too steep yeah. yeah but he had to kind of do that while dragging the body up which was like virtual nightmare and managed to like lay it to rest in the tomb of the of the guy he defeated it was like <laughs> I must <laughs> I must memorialise memorialise I don't like know that. I just came up with that it's a now. word is Memo- it memorialise yeah, I'm fairly sure is really it? really I just made that up. Not like make a memorial of, or that's what it means. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure. This, <laughs> this definitely sounds like English according to Rob, right? <laughs> Memorialization Memorialize, stations. Yeah. Anyway, it's that's like diarise. That's the word we use at work for putting something in the diary, and it's like diarise. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes like I had that on TV the other day. So it might be real. You know that? Well, I don't know. It was, you know that sitcom Fresh Meat, the new one about the students. Have you, I know of. It's it's quite good. It's from the creators of Peep Show, and uh, they were all basically they were they were timetabling having sex <laughs> in a very <laughs> very uh, upfront manner or in like very awkward manner. And and the, he his phrase was "Let's diarize this mofo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Then. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But it was a great line. Yeah. Anyway. Then again, a defriend can be an actual word. I think anything... Yeah, that, yeah that's a word created because it has a reason for it. It's not like just take two words and then like mash and, and end onto another word. Do you defriend or do you unfriend? I think defriending was the one that made it into the dictionary. But then again, I'm not sure I'd ever use the word in like real life scenarios. It's like, oh, I defriended them. <laughs> it's like, I hate their guts. They slept with my husband. I'm defriending them. Yeah, but yeah, that, you don't use not that I'd have a husband. That kind <laughs> You're not using it in that situation though. Its definition is very specific to the social network. Yeah, to the social network context. You can't just use it every time you, you no, it's become to do with... enemies. Of yeah, but but but, but that sounds so much like befriend is the thing. Like to befriend someone and to different them. Like... I, I'd use unfriend. Like you unfriended me. Why the fuck did you do that? I can't see your profile anymore, you bastards. <laughs> Well, different sounds almost more violatory, though, doesn't it? It's like... It's <laughs> like the <violatory>. base. <laughs> violatory or violatory? What's the word? Violatory. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'm not, I, I, I understand the word base that you're working from there, but I'm not sure <laughs> what you're... Violatory? Well, that's just a different pronunciation than the same word. I think violatory sounds more likely. The violatory. <laughs> the violatory. <laughs> it's the same word, it's just a different yeah, exactly. It's an incredibly abusive toilet. <laughs> violatory. Where does toilet come into that? It sounds a bit like lavatory. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that makes Rob sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes Rob sense. Anyway, yeah. What about uh, computer games that we have played? What about news? Oh, news! news. What's in the news? Well, I want to still talk Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. I still don't get it. 
I think it looks pretty, pretty sweet. The more I've said of it, the more tempted I've been. Because well, it's no, like, I, oh no, I can collect it. Fuck, I'm oh, my brother's playing it now, so he would. I wouldn't have thought he'd be into that sort of thing, but uh, but, but he's isn't going it for a it. glitchy pile of hell still? Like, it look like I it most so. of the time. The PlayStation Three version doesn't work. <laughs> well, fuck the PlayStation Three. It's not like we have one. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the only one who has to worry about that. You're, well, no, you'd never you play, play it on the PlayStation PC, Three. No, yeah, true. But I can't help but think that's a fairly big sort of scar. You know, if it's well, like Battlefield Three barely is like fucked up on console in some ways as it's not on the PC as well. Oh, true, but, you know, it's like virtually unplayable for some people on PS3 because of the, well, the that, frame rate just sort of stops. Well, that's that's because of a save file issue. Is it? Yeah, it's like once save files become a certain size on the PS3, it starts laying the fuck up. No, oh, really? Huh. So it's like you can get, <laughs> once you progress to a certain distance into the game, it's like, oh no, too much data, and it dies. You can't ever think that they should, someone must have playtested far enough for that to happen. I don't know, that's quite a lot of playtesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're paid to do. I don't know if you do that. It's like if you, I think if you wanted to play those different portions of the game, you'd just have a like a pre-made save file that just drops you straight in at that point. Oh, I'm sorry. There has to be someone at some point during a project production that plays the game in its sort of like intended state or as close <laughs> to the intended state as possible and plays it as the game is meant to be played. You've never seen Eve patch. <laughs> 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 they never played this game ever. Yeah. <laughs> If they're not, industry, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I don't know. It seems like there's much less sort of... There's still, there's open world jank all over the freaking place. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, saw a, I saw a cool video this morning of a, of a horse doing a backflip. Yeah. But that horses stuff is totally just awesome. Marked, apparently. Yeah, but horses, horses are can terrible. stand on, like, any, any they, plane. Like, <laughs> and they can stand on any angle. They can't walk backwards. They're almost slower than walking. Yeah. They're, they're sh- but they're... Shit. I mean, compared to Red Dead Redemption, yeah. awesome horse. Well, the, the, the glitch I saw was in video form, and it had a horse doing a backflip in front of the the cart you start in at the very start. Oh, of the right. game. Right. And then, the and then the horse basically just went oh, off yeah. on the wrong route. And then the the cab, they just sit there for a while, and you sort of look in the distance, and there's just this carriage like pope, facing towards a building with the horse still attached to it, rolling around on its back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, also, then, and then, of course, the, the game then the, couldn't progress. The game never triggers. Yeah, the entire a, game a, never happens. If <laughs> Because there's a sequence regarding that cut. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, the, the its own physics model has broken a cutscene. But that means you can wander around the world without dragons for as long as you like, basically. Well, you can do that. You can't get out of the cart. Oh, right. You're sat in the cart at right. the start, so the game Apparently just the, stops. You can, if you, at the start of the game, if you don't do the main quest, you can just wander around without, without the dragons. Without the dragons, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. That's... Was that just a coincidence in that quick clip where the moment he steps out, there's a big fuck-off dragon? Probably. Because that was amazing. <laughs> well, it was sort of amazing. It was awesome for, like, spectacle, but it still... It still that's like, what fight was retarded. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had that face. But that's what I reckon the game will be like in its entire Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely doing archery. Yeah, this is, yeah, I was thinking of archery. Totally doing archery. It sounds Or archery cool. magic. Yeah. I want, I want to have the sneak new. skill, though. Yeah, I was thinking... I, I was actually considering daggers, like, going full-on backstab. Be a spy, basically. Yeah, because you get, like, Rogue. ludicrous damage bonus from dagger backstabbing if you level it up. Cause suppose- like, arrow sneak attack is times two, but then if you go full dagger backstab sneak attack, it's, like, times 15. Because <laughs> then again, I wonder how, how much the game actually allows for stealth. Well, it would be the, the traditional way where it's, like... The AI is probably traditionally computer game retarded, where it's like, oh, look at dead body. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it's the wild wilderness. That shit happens all the time. But your NPC helpers always fuck up your stealth anyway. Well, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, you'd yeah, have yeah, to like, survive without them. Probably. Yeah. 
Apparently and I'm also told, spoiler alert, not to be a werewolf because it's shit. Huh. I don't know. It looks <laughs> like, okay. Can you just sort of like? Well, it's like basically, just like all it, basically, what it sort of does is it sort of apparently just makes you require to do other things to stay alive more. Like you, you need to eat people to the, get one, the vampire one sounds worse. Yeah, because that actually puts more. Li- it's like the werewolf one. You just go, oh, you want to become a werewolf right now? Wing. <laughs> yeah. Rather than the vampire one, where it's like, oh fuck, I actually have to, you know, eat certain people per day or whatever. Mm, that sounds lame. The vampire one sounds a lot more limiting than the werewolf one where you can just become a werewolf whenever the fuck you want. How does that even work? What about moons? I thought that was meant to be the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Moon stuff. Do they not bother? They've got everything else in the world. Maybe they don't have a moon cycle. in, in yeah. whatever world this takes place on. Yeah. <laughs> I saw in the paper the other day this is, astronomer was like taking a, a, a night about Christmas cards with like a waning crescent moon on them in the sky. Because that never happens? Because it does happen but it happens at about 3 to 5am so the, the kids wouldn't be out playing in the snow. They might be. It's <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> With all the lights and everything. Do, do you not sleep? I mean, that's, that's what kids do, isn't it? They just sort of stay awake going into Christmas yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we open our presents? If it's like 6am, they'll already be up. <laughs> Go to fucking sleep! <laughs> I don't know, but it was kind of hilarious. Lol. <laughs> Speak of the moons and the sky in general in Skyrim. Okay. I, I think that... Well, it does have sky in the title, but I think it's com- definitely uh, competing with uh, Red Dead on best sky ever in, in, in video games. I haven't really seen it very mm. Every time I've seen people play it, they don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of, isn't it, the whole world kind of covered in a sort of snowy mist most of the time? Yeah, it's like there's a lot of you snow. So it's just kind of like, well, it's grey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not like overcast like all the time. I mean, it's got, like, the aurora and stuff in the, at night right, as well, which sense. looks pretty damn sweet. Because it's all northern, obviously. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it would be Red Dead, but we might. I have to see a bit more of it and actually play it. Yeah, but, but it looks... I saw the Euro <laughs> Is game... Is that going to be, like, your Game of the Year category? Is it like, the best sky in a game yeah, yeah, yeah. ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it Red Dead? Or is <laughs> it... It's got range to put up with, which has got fairly nice-looking skies. Yeah. And also speaking of sky. It's dynamics. It's the, it's the different skies. It's not like <laughs> one sky, awesome looking sky. There's a patch coming out on Tuesday for Eve where they're actually redoing all the backgrounds. What about Battlefield oh, really? Sky? Real actual sky. Real, it's like the nebula in Eve will actually matter now. It's like they'll represent different spaces and they'll actually be in the direction of that space. And like Stargates will point towards the oh, star that they're shooting you to. And that's stuff. so cool. Like, hooray, the map actually makes sense now. Yeah. You can look at the, look in the distance and see one of the other places because it actually physically better. exists. Yeah, no, that's a proper. That's update. much better. And there's lots of other awesome shit that it sounds like in that event. Although I say awesome shit, it's more like making the game fucking work, like like everyone has wished that it would have for so long. Where it's like all this UI stuff, where it's like, wow, you can actually drag select items. <laughs> Holy shit! You can drag a box around. Stuff. Really? How many years has it been <laughs> since Eve came out? Yeah, exactly. Like, you mean it has functionality like Windows? Yeah. Exactly. In its windows? In its windows? And you can, and in like, its user interface portals? And there's all, all kinds of other stupid things where it's like windows stay open when you have them open when you jump. Because that's always the problem. Like, your oh, car, shower your car. Yeah, your cargo hold always used to close when you jump. And then they fix that. But then they introduced all these other kind of cargo holds like drone bays and fuel bays and all that kind of stuff. But those all start all closed when you jump. It's like, no, we want those to stay open as well. Well, now there's a patch. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, yeah, engaging the hyperdrive just makes the window shell crash. <laughs> it's just it's well, unavoidable. Apparently there's a new warp tunnel as well. Because the warp tunnel has looked shit for ages. Ever since they updated it from the old warp tunnel, which well, I thought was The original one was great. The original one was good. But the, the new one is like barely there. Does it still have the colour shift thing? Yeah. 
Although it's not quite as strong any longer. I like I that red shift, blue shift stuff. Even though yeah, it's so stupid. It's not that stupid. That <laughs> would, well, it would it, look it, like that, wouldn't it? Well, apart from you're travelling faster than light to start with, so you wouldn't be able to see anything behind you. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what happens when you travel. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to work that out, aren't they, at the moment? What happens if you travel faster than light? I, yeah. I'd imagine your view in front would look weirdly compressed. Like, perspective <laughs> would shrink because it's of true. the speed at which the light is... It lenses out to the point yeah. where you are in, like, tunnel vision, doesn't it, I think, when you, when like you that, go yeah. fast? Who knows? Uh, I can't remember what happens. And it all does turn and, a different yeah, colour. Yeah, and you wouldn't see anything behind you, yeah. Yeah. And there's another so. new thing in the you fetched, like, a new, a new text, a new font again. Actually, no, wouldn't it just look they... incredibly bright in front of you? Yeah, like, perspective I think so. for squishing, it'd be like, oh my eyes! Because you'd be if you, if like, you're seeing a lot more light. light at the same time. Because the thing that. about, like, like if you were travelling at 0.9c, or whatever, to 0.9 the speed of light, then the then the light coming from behind you would still be hitting you at the speed of light, because that's how light works, and it always travels at the same speed, no matter what speed you're going at. Yeah. So you can't catch what? up. Relativity. That's the whole, that's relativity. You can't, <laughs> like, it's like, if you, if you, if I shoot a laser at you uh, and it, it travels at light speed and hits you and you die, but if you get if you get <laughs> on if you if you get on the Starship Enterprise and go the opposite direction at point nine the speed of light, and I still shoot the laser, it still goes at the speed of light towards you and hits you and you die. It's like, it comes towards you at the same speed, no matter how fast you're running away from it, because that's light. It's fucking insane. That's what relativity is. Because it's space time. Yeah, it's it's mental. <laughs> Yeah, that's relativity. That it will break your mind. <laughs> it, it does make sense after you think about it for a long time, and you think of all the consequences of it. Yeah, like the consequences of traveling at that speed is like all gravity. You get a space-time curve because you're moving so fast. Your mass goes up, and all that kind of stupid, ridiculous shit. And time slowing down, and all that. Yeah, all kinds of crazy crap. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Meanwhile, in E. Yeah, there's like a new font that they're going to put in again. I just broke Rod's mind with relativity. Look up Albert Einstein. Have you not ever looked at this on Wikipedia? I mean, come on. He'll explain this shit to you. Read about black holes all the time on Wikipedia. My my, my ears are leaking some kind of gooey substance. Read about no hair. Oh, no, not hairy, no hairy black holes. That's the best name for you ever. Apart from maybe quarks and their stupid colours. Because that's pretty funny as well. Yeah, Top and bottoms. It's to do with information being lost, isn't it? Yeah. And that you, theoretically, information can't be lost, but then if something falls into a black hole, then you do lose it. But, but maybe don't... it's hairy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can tell from the outside of the black hole's kind of structure, or whatever, but hairiness. Yeah. Yeah. You, all the information is like maybe smeared over the edge of the black the hole. The of the black hole. So it's still there. Some, some level of hair trail. It's still potentially recoverable. The hair, it's like hairy or no hairy or naked singularities. Because <laughs> you want a naked one. <laughs> anyway. They physics. are so just taking the piss when they come up with these names. <laughs> well, no, the, 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 the quark one is the most obvious taking the piss. It's what like colours? The colours of quark. Top, bottom, <laughs> strange charm. Charm. Up and down. Up and down. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are colours. <laughs> <laughs> well, presumably they mean colour to do with freak. Frequency, do they? I don't know. Maybe no, not. I think no. It, it's some other, even more obscure reason for calling it a colour. Or maybe they stupid... just wanted to call it something that's irrelevant, just like Isn't quarks. it flavour, though? I mean, no, those are flavours, but you also get colours. Oh, okay. Colours are in... Actually, I think colours are actually colours now that I think about it. My the flavours are up, down, top, bottom. And Char- all that. Charms are really tasty. I like charm quarks. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like a top pizza, please. <laughs> a top quark pizza. Not a charm pizza. <laughs> It's strange pizza. And I wonder if I eat it and I'll become all suave. It's child pizza. But that's... No, because... Your pizza mostly has up and down quarks, doesn't it? 
in reality, because they're the ones uh, in yeah. Atom. <laughs> <They're> so, the- <laughs> so you get the up from the taste and the down from the gluttonous <laughs> feeling afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Why is there this like up and two downs in a in a proton or something? Yeah, and then the colour is there's because there's always three of them. There has to be one of each colour. And that gives you the idea of conservation of colour. <laughs> like conservation of mass and energy. Oh, man. Oh, awesome stuff. Retarded. Anyway. <laughs> that sounds like a race debate there. Conservation of colour. <laughs> Subatomic race. <laughs> what, a great, what a great topic. <laughs> Particle physics is racist. Muan. <laughs> Anyway, see that's what that's what Ross F one is actually all about. Muon, they're muons. That's their races. Yeah, they? <laughs> the weird, not not really alien races made out of rock. Yes, that that show made so little sense. <laughs> no matter how many times you watch it, and then every time it's like yeah, it gives you the slight hint of oh maybe there's an answer coming, and then it goes off on a complete another fucking tangent, and then the ending races. is just a complete clusterfuck where it's like what the shit is going on, and then and then right at the very end it just does a complete U turn and has another completely different ending. <laughs> it's just like let's just start again. <laughs> oh, that was great. It's awesome, but completely free confusing. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just enjoy the spectacle of robot on robot action. Well, that's all you watch Japanese animes for, really. (laughs) (laughs) They're all about robots fighting robots. (laughs) Or as I described it one time, it's it's all about you have your protagonist guy, and then he he gets a giant robot for some reason, and then he has to fight other (laughs) giant robots. But the fights are always like it's full metal. It's like the fights are always like like. Oh no, there's an enemy robot. I must go find it. Oh no, I'm being defeated somehow. Oh, I'm emo. Oh wait, victory! <laughs> yeah. I always snatch victory from the hands of defeat by becoming, by becoming less emo for a moment. But, but it's worse than that, isn't it? Normally the emo is what is required to trigger some secret feature of the metal walker they're currently in. Or like he has a, like, a revelation in his emo phase. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's an internal monologue. It's like, if only I just believed in myself. Yeah, and like, maybe, my, maybe my power level and then, the top 9,000. And then the enemy just blows up instantly. <laughs> There's no actual fight. Well, Barlow was going on the other day about how in Japanese animation nearly the entire cast has to die. <laughs> and like, everyone has to die honourably for their friends. It's vitally important. That... Or, or if it's Bleach, <laughs> nearly die. Well, Repeatedly. Yeah, it's like, they, it's like, there's three options, really. It's like, there's the one where they nearly die over and over, and there's the one where they just die over the course of... Or there's the, the obvious one where everyone dies at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> dies at the end. Dies. And then normally the entire world gets recreated somehow, so no one dies. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently. Some magic. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yep. So anyway. Anime. Or Japanimation, as it is usually known for some reason. The annoying thing is, is that even the ones that are nothing to do with giant stomping robots somehow manage to get a similar theme in there. Like Trigun, do you remember? It's like, it's awesome western sort of thing for practically the entire thing. Until the last fucking episode where it's like, oh, we've got giant lasers for hands. Well, there was a build-up to that. Well, the, yeah, the giant lasers <laughs> did appear so And then the last episode is basically just well, they're not really what robots, but they might as well be, because it's the same style fight. Well, they're also not, like, human or whatever, so yeah. that's completely fucked. Her name is Yashin. Spoilers. Spoilers. She's got a black belt in karate. <laughs> so many spoilers. We just spoiled every anime ever. Just what describing. <laughs> yeah. describing the tropes. Except for perhaps Azamanga Dayo. <laughs> I don't think they have robots. I don't know. I bet they do in at least one episode. Disguised as penguins. Probably. Gym teachers. Or cats. <laughs> or all the sort of soppy manga that exists, you know, the ones that are like 
I suppose girl manga, I guess. It's <laughs> yeah, like manga. a romance story. There's a whole subgenre like that, isn't there? Girl mm. manga. I can't remember what it's called. Like Aoi Aoshi is an example. There's loads of it, though. <laughs> okay. So anyway, okay, completely. This is a totally different like video games. Over to the manga cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally yeah. different one cast. Yes, let's talk about video games. I haven't watched any of that shit for years. I'm thinking we should watch one of those one again. Why should we watch something else? Yeah, there's some new. Isn't there some new like Neon Genesis Evangelion? No, or something? Think, uh, oh, <laughs> fuck that shit. No, oh, what's oh, it? Brotherhood? Something? Something? I can't remember. Uh, Anyway, there's some new uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's that's supposed to be good. Fuck Full Metal Alchemist. I didn't. No, this is like a reboot. Yeah, I don't like. They rebooted it like several times though, and it's always been terrible. I don't know. I didn't mind it. Or average at least. Yeah, (laughs) average is the description. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Mm, Okay, there must be something. Yeah, but we don't know anything. That's the trouble. We we, does does Wally still know everything about anime ever? Can we house him? I know. So the Steam sales on. Just go on yeah. the anime subreddit <laughs> yes. and find out what the top posts are. Yeah, the, top, the top posts on that will all, all be like Evangelion again. Because <laughs> that's all they ever talk about. Is it? I haven't been on there. Okay. So the Steam sales So the Steam sales on. But nothing good is coming out of it. <laughs> well, well, no. I'm both for £2. Yeah. Or, you could have yeah, bought that on the Xbox. It's 150 wasn't it? It's nothing 200 one. points. Which has been the equivalent. Unless that's been on sale on the Xbox at some point. I got all the Grand Theft Auto that I already, already owned, which included GTA 1, GTA 2, GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, GTA 4, all the expansion packs, for five quid. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, that is a bargain. You already want yeah. own them all, though. I know, but now they're on Steam. Plus, I don't want to play any of them, so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe GTA 2. Yeah, oh, no, GTA 2 is amazing. Yeah. Even the first one was amazing. I think you can get that for free anyway, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they should anyway. do, like, an explore like, new GTA in the top-down style. Well, they did those Chinatown Wars things for DS. Or yeah, but they did them for DS. <laughs> I know, but you can get it for, I don't know, iPad. They should put that on the Again, Xbox, though, you're right. They're crying buttons on the iPad. They should, yeah. I refuse yeah, to play anything that uses soft buttons. No, you're quite right to do that. Just, just delete that shit. Yes. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, Limbo for £2 is alright. And we picked up Magicka in the... Um, Pre-sale. Pre-sale. Yeah, in the pre-sale. It was a random weekend. Was it a weekend or was it a daily one? I think it was... No, because it was a free weekend, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right. It started as a free weekend. We played two hours of it and we're like, shit, yeah, this is awesome. So bought it. Awesomely retired. Yeah. (laughs) For four pounds with all the DLC. Which we probably won't get rid of. No, true. We'll get rid of the normal campaign. I can dress like a cardboard tube samurai, which I'm happy with, so... (laughs) Rage is like 15 quid for the next hour or so. Um, <laughs> News! Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this right now before we finish recording it. Check out, this, <laughs> check out this outdated news. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, this entire... The Steam sale will be pretty much over. But what, isn't it over by now? When's it over? Like, I think it tomorrow. finishes on Monday, I think. Yeah, yeah, this might be the last set of deals. So this is still completely Come fine. News. Yeah, this is pointless news. Yeah. <laughs> but still, there but you we go. bought Magicka, so I guess we should talk about that. Okay, go ahead. Moving on to a case we've been playing. Magicka! Yeah, that's basically the only new thing I think I've played this week. Um, kind of. But it's, it's it's just mental, in a way. <laughs> and we've already played it with two people as well, you can go up to four. <laughs> yeah, let's just try to describe what it is. In first. It's like a, a top-down... Story-based Diablo-esque sort of action RPG. But slightly tongue-in-cheek, right? Very tongue-in-cheek. It's like, the story tries to sort of build itself up, 
and they it's you know it, it, but they voice acted everything <laughs> You know, every part of the game has voice acting, and it's unique. Not to actually, it's, it's not like acting, it's, well, it's, really. it's not. Well, I'm getting to that. It's not like they've just gibberished each line. They've sort of Swedish chefed every line. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, but and, you know, it's not like you go to it and it does like the Pokemon or you know classic old school console thing where it's like oh no the Lilac Wars effect was yeah I guess supposedly does actually have some basic yeah like, they've, they've actually spoken every line some of it is really funny like like comfortable I think was came out of scrumpy comfy <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> and when war for some reason was like crack. <laughs> It's just like uh, it, it, that's pretty hilarious. It's not, I don't care about the actual storyline. It's just I just listen to those and pick out the odd word and what it translates to. It's just funny. Yeah, moose. <laughs> and there's dead moose for some reason. So someone, very, someone very succinctly said "bork bork bork" at some point. Yes, it is. <laughs> bork bork bork. What like bork bork bork? No, like the like Swedish chef. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, so that that's hilarious on its own. And but it, the, the sort of main hook of the game is that it, it, it's like you know co-op mash the enemies as best you can but you get given eight elements with which to combine in any way you choose the oh, game yeah. basically just doesn't tell you how to do most of the um the recipes you know, your, your classic spell lists so it's like you, you have to come up with it and some some of the elements combine to form another element and things like that and then you have the ability three different firing solutions as well so you can choose to just fire it forwards fire it with your weapon or area effect and they will have different effects and different deployment tactics and things like that. For instance, if you just make a straight shield and deploy it normally, you get like a semicircle of shield in front of you. If you area effect it, you get a bubble around you in, in every direction. If, if you, you weapon it yourself, attack it... If you cast it on yourself, you get a personal shield, which is totally useful. Oh yeah, that's a fourth <laughs> deployment. Yeah, I forgot about that. The self-cast as well, where it casts whatever you've got lined up on upon your person. Which can be really bad if you push that accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've just casted a media on my house! <laughs> 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 if I'm going down, I'm taking a shit ton of stuff with me. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty good. And you start immediately just playing with it, finding out what the fuck you can do, which is great. And like halfway through our play session, we discovered like the weapon deployment, which we didn't realise. It's like, how did you make that line of shield? It's like, oh, if you hold shift and attack with your weapon, then it attaches your magic to your weapon. But you also had to cool. determine how to make it how to make it go in a line rather yeah. than like. Just yeah, so if you like, <laughs> so you can, uh, which led to some crazy tactics. Like, for instance, one of our most uh, um, devastating and dangerous forms of attack was uh, get Zach to build walls of rocks in a straight line that were infused with arcane magic, so they exploded upon being destroyed, and then get me to trigger them to explode by building a line of arcane mines, <laughs> which would immediately explode upon contact with the rock, and just causing everything to go whoop Awesome. Yeah. Which is amazing, but incredibly dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to kill yourself all the time. <laughs> it's like, if you accidentally push the wrong combo, like, surround yourself in exploding rocks. You can't do it You're in trouble. If one of those rocks goes up, the whole lot will go up, and you're in, in the middle of all of it, and you just die immediately. Sounds epic. It's, it's just... Yeah, that was with two people as well. So you can go up to four. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, even with just two of us on screen, the, the action is mental. So, have you... Does that include, or will you play Magic of Vietnam? <laughs> oh, I've, I've played one of the... Cha- the I've, I've tried to solo a challenge level on that, which is pretty, right. basically the guns just unbalance everything. Oh, right, like, okay. But, they're incred- you know, you don't really need to use your magic when you're carrying an M60. 
But it is friggin' funny because some of the eventually some of the enemies start getting guns and start shooting back, and it's awesome. it's, it's, it's quite entertaining. Plus, I, I just like the art, the parody art they did. They took the Battlefield Bad Company two box yeah. art and replaced it with wizards. Awesome. <laughs> it's just it's just, just a wizard like walking with yeah. fire on there and a couple of dragons fighting yeah. in the background. <laughs> so, is it difficult? Uh, it's all of yes and no because you can, you can as long as one of you is alive, you it's quite raise. easy to revive each other. Right. It's like literally, you only have to combine like two elements together and to get a use the spell. special. But you have to do them to... in the right order, which is what we were having problems yeah. with for a while. Some of the more fancy magic, like the flame waves and things, require you to get a precise set of buttons in um, in, in a specific order. Yeah, it's like the, the flame wave, you have to have alternating steam and fire. Yeah, and steam is made by doing fire and water as well, so it's not just five button presses, which is your maximum queue size. You have to combine them to make one part of the queue. So to make it, it's like, what is it, fire, water, fire, fire, water, fire, fire, water, fire, three times just to get your flame waves. You're sitting there going, fire! But then usually when you do those big ones, they're quite powerful or... The ridiculous lightning bolt, which we found was quite dangerous because you can't predict sometimes where it's going to land, so it'll sometimes <laughs> kill yourself or your teammate. And it's like, awesome. does like 9,000 damage to something immediately. It's like, <laughs> Or Crash the Desktop is entertaining because that just basically kills a random thing on screen, and that could be friendly or otherwise, and it causes them to blue screen and disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Crash the Desktop. <laughs> Sweet. Man, that sounds pretty cool. It, it's, it's pretty hilarious. How long? The only problem is, is that once you've started toying with it and you're starting to like run out of things you can think of, yeah, like, like we've like, settled on the explosive rocks as our main weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you choose one. You, you see, yeah, some of the sort of push effects, which is if you don't apply any magic, can be useful, especially if you're soloing, because the enemies just all charge at you yeah. when you're soloing, and it makes it quite difficult. Um, having more players means that there's more of a split field so you can do other things they and... should make it so stuff gets less powerful than when you use it and then yeah. the stuff that you haven't used gets more powerful and then you, so you have to keep switching it up they've almost designed it quite perfectly because the game's not massively long I mean we got about most of the way through it in the two hours the first two hour session we did of it mm, like and, two uh, thirds or something yeah probably. so there's not much left and by that point we'd pretty much discovered I think most of the basic so most one of those the basic games recipes. that gets like super easy once you Figured it out. Well, you don't level up. All right. You never level up. The only thing that you can level up is you find special recipes and random weapons and weapons. Yeah, that sometimes have like passive effects and uh, active effects. So, like the emergency teleportation wand, which would get you out of the problem of uh, surrounding yourself with exploding rocks (laughs) Um, and and things like that. And uh, yeah, but I think by the time you've probably reached the game, you've probably mastered the element system. You've come up with the attack that you like and that works well. But even then, sort of even towards the end of that, we were still discovering new things like combining beams. Yeah, like the two beam. If two, the yeah, exactly. If two, two. Well, and there Screams. might be more for like three or four players that we haven't discovered. Cool. So if like two people fire, and sometimes they can be opposing beam types, and then they like, just explode. And they just explode on the spot where they hit. Um, or you can combine them and you end up with a triangle, like with the the extra beam coming out being even more powerful than the than the two you're firing in. So you can have a solid uber beam of boom, and they can be infused with all the magics you're firing into it. So it's like, oh, arca- one person fires an arcane beam, and everyone fires a lightning beam. They end up with a super arcane lightning beam. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Or you could get ridiculous, because some of them don't strangely mix, don't they? It's like you could combine the healing life beam with 
flame <laughs> or something. Yeah, you, there's a, in virtually anything you can buy with healing makes it incredibly pointless. It's like, I'm going to heal myself and injure myself at the same time. Blah. But that could be useful, though, because the wizards are quite weirdly status-affected. Like, every other enemy, you're not immune from your own status dealing. So you can get frozen, you can get on fire, you can get wet, which is for some reason bad for wizards. Um, <laughs> they get, get frozen and you can't use lightning. Yeah, yeah it's, it's annoying. If you're damp and you try and cast lightning, you just immediately shock yourself. You're like, ow! And so, you need to so cast... you have to flame yourself in order to put yourself out, but not flame yourself too much uh-huh. so you catch on fire. <laughs> and since you need to cast, since lightning is one of the components of the resurrect spell, it's really annoying if you're wet and you're like, oh shit, I need to res, and then you forget that you're wet and you just keep showing yourself over and over because you can't cast <laughs> Oh shit, I'm killing myself. <laughs> oh, but you surely, like, maybe you were defibbing yourself, like, <laughs> and that happened precisely at the right time. It's like, oh, I've electrocuted myself back to life. Don't you look kind of like Jawas, like robes, but no no face that you can see? Is that yeah, yeah. It, doesn't yeah. E- it doesn't even have the glowing yellow eyes of, like, of Jawas, yeah. black mage. Black mages. Mages. But... Well, Jawas have black glowing eyes. Which one is Jawas. No, yeah, that would have been a long time before Final Fantasy. I guess. <laughs> but, did, but, did, but did Japan know about Star Wars by the time they were making the they first... They must have like... known immediately about Star Wars. I don't know. Star Wars! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. a Japanese spin-off. That would have been probably... Chinese spin-off. <laughs> they, end up, they, 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 they don't have A-wings, <laughs> they just have mecha walkers that fly in space. <laughs> probably. And walk across the depths. I suspect there is an anime like that. I saw an awesome, like, Shogun helmet, but the Darth Vader style. Because it already looks kind of like a Shogun helmet. <laughs> yeah, so they, just, well, they, think... they are, like, basically samurai, generally. Well, yeah, they're based, uh, based on uh, samurai, aren't they? Yeah, uh, the long cloaks and everything. And the, the sword fighting is kendo style rather than western style, isn't it? Yeah. It's like... It's, kendo. Uh, yeah, Japanese Doc. style. Exactly. <laughs> Doc. And that would work especially well with a, with a laser sword because you just go straight through that head. <laughs> Rather than the, you wouldn't need to do the whole Western style massive, massive swoop, lungy swings of doom. Indeed, just, <laughs> I always wondered whether they just walk up to each other and just go shove slightly through the heart, <laughs> like just, <laughs> or just a, a, a thrust. Yeah, no, not even a thrust, just like a, like a really gentle prod. Sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to get close. You don't even need to be vigorous. It's just like any. You don't have to move at any speed or anything. It's no. like, oh, man, it makes <laughs> well, some really nasty the... torture movies out of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, basically. Lightsabers. Can you just like I'm just going to slowly descend this lightsaber oh. to your groin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. That was kind of the point about the samurai swords. The because the, they were uh, ludicrously they're so sharp. sharp that you only had to do a little tap into the head and it would just go. <laughs> That'd be the end of them. Dunk. Yeah, you didn't have to do a big swing. You just went like that. <laughs> yeah, I just love the concept of it. It's just, it's just funny, isn't it? Duck. <laughs> and you had to say men at the same time. Men, <laughs> because men means head or something. Men. Or head attack. Oh right, because oh, of course you have to announce all your attacks in any Japanese. Well, you did when you were doing the training, the, the fighting. Yeah, you, you had to you had to say something at the same time because it was scary. So, so would it be dishonourable to go girls instead? Or... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was men. I don't know why, but that's just how it was. Indeed. Yeah. So yes, Magica. Highly recommend. Excellent. <laughs> well, if it's cheap. Yeah. Especially when it's cheap. It's freaking funny. Okay. I'm not so sure about okay. the DLC, because the DLC only really adds like, challenge a couple of challenge levels and ridiculous amounts of costumes. Yeah. And they're all a bit overpriced if you have to buy them outside of a bundle, because you're like then paying like 60p for a costume. Which, for a game of that type where your character is like 10 pixels high. <laughs> yeah. The costumes come with specific weapons as well, though. 
Oh, do they? Sometimes, yeah. Well, all of them. I, I think in the challenge maps you don't get. Oh, the, I guess that makes sense. Get them, but for like the, uh, I think they uh, for the story mode you, that you get them. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, as I say, I just dress up like a samurai. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I recommend that one. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna quickly talk about some stuff I've been playing. I think at this point. And oh really? Shall, and then I will uh, transfer onto some water and stuff that you guys been Assassin's playing. Creed, can we kill you? <laughs> You're the one that's played Assassin's Creed. Have you I was it? trying not to mention it. To be fair, well, my really? my opinions haven't changed on the set. I've been playing it, but I've been. Uh... I was wondering if you got to Foley and seen the high speed sky because we were talking about. Sky oh right? yes, yes, it, it does move quite. Well. <laughs> it moves even faster when you turn on freaking Eagle Vision. That seems to have the bizarre side effect of making the sky move hella fast anyway. So it's, in this place, it's like oh, it's fucking windy. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look it to your character. I haven't had to do anything important in Foley yet. Yeah. It's like you just sort of travel through it and I'm yeah, wondering yeah. if the story returns to it or if it's yeah. just an optional place. No, there is some stuff there. And also there's like DLC that happens there, which oh, okay. I didn't the do. Fully. Yeah, <laughs> the Yeah, it's the Fully, indeed. But there's some woman there. That, Katarina yeah, or something. Yeah, she's vaguely important to the story, I think. Uh, so I'm sure <laughs> that'll happen. Because I've got two areas of Venice left to unlock, I think. Right, yeah. yeah. Venice is nice. It's like, it's having been, cool. been to Venice, I, I, mean, I was in the interesting <laughs> position of saying, oh, I wonder if I can find the exact locations where I've been. Yeah. But immediately struck by the fact that the scale is weird. It's not quite right. Well, I'm not surprised. No, but, you know, Venice in real life is considerably bigger than yes. the game representation. Of course. But, but even certain areas aren't quite right. Like St. Mark's Square, or St. Yeah. Marco's, whichever you want to yeah, it's quite a lot smaller. Yeah, and the, the distance between the Campanile and the Basilica is quite a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah. It's um, so I was a bit annoyed because a part of me was going, "Oh, I wonder if I could find that precise location of where where I got that really stylish photo of me sitting eating an ice cream wearing my stupid hat, or find that <laughs> yeah, or, or like, find no. yeah, or find the jazz cafe, <laughs> which wouldn't you know wouldn't have been a jazz cafe, but you know at least the same place. But no, it's no, it's not it's completely. But the feel right. is right. Yeah, the feel is definitely right. But it's uh, it looks especially good. It's especially good at night, I think, like in the canals and stuff. Uh, Sometimes, yeah, I suppose it's hard for me to make that judgment because obviously it's like twilight nowadays as opposed to dark. But and the game doesn't really have like proper black night anyway. No, it's It's all lit, grey, yeah, (laughs) grey, bluey, (laughs) yeah. So yeah, yeah, my same problems still stand. Like the I did the San Marco Assassin's Tomb. Cool. Uh, oh, you no, don't like no, those I don't like them. You should just skip them. You should just skip them if you don't well, like no, them. No, because I wanted to get the old Tyre on. Bitches. Yeah, it's not that <laughs> important though, really. But it's one of those things that tells you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Must put myself through stuff yeah, I don't I like. Know, it's just the, the fucking free running. Just, I mean, it's so frustrating. Like that, that section, it wasn't as bad as the one where I was climbing the Duomo or something on the... Do a, don't, don't. <laughs> As we discussed before, you get there how to pronounce no, the Duomo of, of, of Florence. But uh, it wasn't as bad as that section. But there were still some weird sort of moments where, you know, and, and, and even Naomi, who's been starting to play the game from scratch, is struggling to get the controls to. Admittedly, she's not much of a gamer, so, you know, don't hold that against her. They're but, you know, easy. she often gets quite confused. It's like, why did it go in that direction? I'm not pushing anything like that direction. Yeah, and it's, it's a it general does... problem with the series. But yeah. it's got better, but it's, you know, you just yeah, get used to it as There are well, a few bits of, like, occasionally you come across the odd item that looks like it's climbable, 
Because for some reason, the tiniest possible ledges, like, you know, the sills of windows are fully graspable elements when you're climbing up stuff. But then you get, like, a, what looks like a, a fairly large nodule that you can say, oh, I should be able to grab that. And you can't for some reason. Or there'll be a corner that for some reason you can't traverse around, even though it's easier than the ridiculous sort of like, oh, I've just swung around a ladder and climbed in stylish fashion. I think it's like some of the easier moves for some reason aren't possible. You know, there's a weird disconnect. I think Assassin's Creed is probably, is one of the hardest mainstream console games to control. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with it's that. It's got a lot of controls, a lot of functions that you can do, mm. and it's it's finicky and it does work. It's just compared to something simple like you know, Call of Duty or whatever, or, or your average game doesn't have that on no. the console, doesn't have it, that it complexity is, It is trying control. to do a lot. And for the most part, I don't have a problem with the, the complexity of the controls. I yeah. Mean, they've, they've got, you know, where everything lives on the controller is quite nicely yeah. done. I just wish that the free running would do what you wanted it to do. And maybe that's some level of ESP required. But yeah, it's, it needs uh, to, like, get into but, your brain. But and... even some, you know, it's just the simpler <laughs> things. Like, you know, there's... Uh, the same problem I had with uh, the first game, where you're having to go pole to pole, yeah. um, to like cross uh, the uh, waters or, or yeah, things like that. That seems to be the bit where it goes most wrong. Like it just decides to go off on a diagonal after two jumps, and it it's like I haven't, I haven't changed any of my inputs, and I'm still running in a straight line, and you've decided on your own that you want to go and do something different. And it's like, that's, that's not right. <laughs> slightly more magnetism required on those poles. Sometimes. Yeah, something like that. It's just a bit... Or oh, how easy it is to accidentally go into the hobble up a wall animation when you're in the middle of a mid-sprint or something. You know, you're like, oh, fuck, got to get away from these fucking guards. And, you're uh, just yeah. suddenly, <laughs> and you suddenly go, I'm just going to do a little dance on this wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Entertaining me, guards. <laughs> so yeah, a bit, bit frustrating. Uh... But yeah, uh, still getting for it. Cool. I think I've, you know, I've got my. I see what Good I game. mean about the economy being fucked up, though, because I've got to the point where oh, yeah, you get I've to... restored everything and yeah. now I'm getting shit tons of money. You just get infinite cash after uh, that point. Yeah. Which, that's eh, not much of a problem. It's, it's kind of cool while, you, it, but... while you're doing stuff up, it's kind of cool. Yeah. After that point, it becomes pointless. So. Yeah. But it, I think it leads me to think that there's not much of the game left, but. No, there's still. There's still there's fucking still tons, yeah. which is, at this point is actually almost discouraging because it's like, really? How much more? <laughs> it's a long game. There's a lot. I've just done the first flying section as well. Oh, cool. Well, you're quite relatively far through at this point, I okay, think. Okay, good. So don't worry too much. I might have a break, to yeah. be honest. This Fair is... Okay. Break move, 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 about it. move on to... Uh, yeah. And, oh, shit. Yeah, for not talking about <laughs> you it. You brought it up. Quite a lot. And you brought it up and you talked about it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so anyway... <laughs> Uh, Apologies. What were you saying about and have your, you played... your flag? I finished Deus Ex. Oh, thank God. So, so we yeah. can talk about the sequel. We can talk about the ending or whatever. Spoiler alert. Yeah. No so spoilers alert. Spoilers. It's ancient at this point. That was on sale as well. Yeah, it was. It's 15 quid. It's good. It's ancient for modern games. If you haven't finished it by this point and you bought it when it came out, then what point have you been doing? You'd be like me and probably waiting for some opportune you should probably got moment where I have no there. backlog. Well, yeah. It'll be good when you get around to it, I think. Uh, but yeah, so at last time I had just done that sort the stupid of boss the stupid boss, and then from then on, like the final base, whatever, yeah, doesn't have any normal sneaky action or normal guards or anything at all. No, so it's, it's all like, crazy people. You can sort of sneak yeah, past them. You can, but the game is basically over at yeah. that point. 
So I was a bit disappointed because the base itself looks way cool. But that, that's where Especially the... Especially from the outside. That's where the PEPS gun comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it out. That's <laughs> yeah, That was fun, actually. I did it because I had loads of ammo for yeah. so I was like, like, you've been saving the entire <laughs> game, even though you didn't know why you were yeah. saving it, but it was for that. <laughs> and they ran towards you in a nice straight line. It's like, dog, Skittles. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, the stupid... Like, the characters in it. Like... There's things I like the art design and I like the, a lot of the gameplay. Right. Uh, so artistically, I think it's good from from some points of view. But like story wise, it's like no matter even if the story is dumb and confusing. To be fair, the first Deus Ex game was even more dumb and even more confusing. Even though it was cool because it got you to a lot sort more cool purpose. locations. Yeah. But the characters in this are just not as good. I don't think. Well, apart from your boss, he's like the he's yeah, he's, like the he's most cool. characterized person. Yeah, he's all right. The, the other opposing factions are just like. I'm a guy in a business suit. <laughs> at the end, there's like talking to Hugh Darrow or whatever, and it's like Hugh Dennis. I can't even remember who this guy is, and he's like supposed to be the key. Well, guy. The fact that there was even three fact, it wasn't just like opposed and four organization. It was like here's this other third faction who's sort of neutral but not really. I'm on the don't care faction. Well, then let's drive everyone insane faction. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's fuck the... let's fuck this all up for everyone. Like, Templars. Well, no, he was like. Yeah, the Templars were in Deus Ex. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> of course they were. They used every conspiracy ever. There was said. a Templar cathedral that you had to in, De- in the original Deus Ex. I probably never got that far. That's freaking sweet. Uh, anyway, uh, that was when like Icarus started talking to you and stuff, and you had to kill Gunter Herman at the end of the, the cathedral. Oh, maybe I did do that bit. Uh, with I the... did kill Gunter. Oh, you probably did do the Templar cathedral. I just didn't notice it was a Templar. Maybe. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, Hugh Darrow, I don't know. He's... And then the thing was, the credits rolled, and right at the end there was a bit with um, just voice, but it was um, Bob Page yeah. for the original. And it's like, holy shit, that character was awesome. Like, compared to all the characters in this, I didn't even think he was that great before, but like, he's like truly evil, Bob Page, <laughs> in a, like an amazing way. Yeah. He's like insane and, and crazy awesome. And it's has like... this ridiculous, like, Accent, I don't know. It has like this ridiculous, like corporation to control and create all this shit for him. Yeah, compared. <laughs> and do you remember the characters like Maggie Chow is like this insane bitch with a laser sword, and then there's like all these mental characters <laughs> in the first game, and like obviously Anna Navarro and Gunter Herman are awesome and stuff. Yeah. Who was there in this? David Sarif. Yeah. What's the woman that you had to fight as the end boss? She was lame. The Thai young medical. Oh, yeah. yeah. I almost forgot that she was there. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's like she's the like final she, boss. She turns up. Yeah. Because that hot when you're in her building and it's like, oh no, she's activating her safe room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Go in there. It's like, I'm comp- I don't know. That whole... It's a cool game. I like, I like. as I say, it looks amazing. Uh, Gameplay-wise, just uh, it did a nice refinement of what a, a Deus Ex game means in 2011 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really fun to play the stealth sections and stuff. And you did have lots of options. That's the thing about Deus Ex. It's not like Splinter Cell where you have to sneak everywhere. You could do whatever the hell you want. You know, you could go different directions. With the exception of the latest Splinter Cell. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that looked terrible. <laughs> that really did look terrible, like for me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that was on sale. But it, was, it was like two quid. I was like, no, no, not like that. But yeah, and and uh, yeah, um, my end sequence that I chose 
Uh, Just go and see all of them for the achievements. Yeah, I, I haven't seen all of them for the achievements, but the one that... Spoiler alert! The one that I chose, this isn't really a big spoiler, but while they're talking about the Illuminati ruling the world, they had like a three-second shot, lingering shot, of Tony Blair. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hilarious. It was like, evil people will control the world, and there's Tony Blair like, smiling. It was really funny. Yeah. It was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> That's they, like libelous or something. They're having a bizarre stab at British politics. <laughs> it's mysterious because it's like Canadian, the makers of it. <laughs> Canadians hate Blair. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It was mysterious. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Well, I don't really remember it. Yeah. I just watched all four of those sequences in a row, just reloaded the same over and over and watched all of them for the achievement. It was like, well, that was dumb. That was the shittest ending choice ever. Push this button. Push this button for this ending. Oh, Push yeah. this button for this ending. At least, even, at least in the original game, you had to run the down the hall if you wanted to get a different ending. I mean, and, it was, the... and it was sort of in like a different physical space. It wasn't just like yeah. the computer cards on with three buttons. Yeah, you had to do different things in order to, because the, I always like the merge with computer one. Yeah, of course. Uh, but that's the awesomest one because you get to like become benevolent dictator of the entire world, which is clearly awesome. But like if the Tracer Tong one was in like a sort of reactor and you had to set it to overload, didn't yeah. you? And blow everything up. Blow up the internet. <laughs> and what was the other, what's the last ending? What's the Illuminati ending? It was like what you let have to do? page merge or whatever. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what you right? had to do. <laughs> yeah. And you had to kill Bob Page for that one, didn't you? No, was that? Wasn't the, what? I can't, I can't remember. remember. Anyway, but that that was significantly more varied, and you got to talk to your brother towards the end to make the direct. Even choices. though it is still kind of an end of game ending matic yeah, it is endomatic, but it's not quite so blatant as like, <laughs> yeah, we just made three video sequences and we just pick the <laughs> pick the sequence by pressing the right <laughs> button. Make sure you quick side first. Well, the thing is, there are more endings because you get one. You, there's choice, but also each choice comes with a sequence for how you behave during the game. So there's like a good ending for each choice. Sort of. Oh, sort of. And a bad ending. Although that's it's such an incredibly tiny change. The was I good or was I get bad thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> apparently I was good. I was killing people. I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't non-lethal completely. Yeah, I don't know. There must be, a, there must be some kind of cut-off, of course. Yeah, it's not, it's probably not complete. Like, oh, you've killed one person. You're bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously there's the achievement for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That must be a pain. Yeah. Some, some of the stuff. Like, like the I opening said, section, yeah. Like I said, like, like the opening section, the obviously impossible. And like I said, that bit right at the end, where where when I was using the PAPS and it accidentally chucked an explosive barrel, which hit a dude and oh, killed him. No. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Like, fuck. Yeah. Can you reload and it still count, or does it like? Don't know. Yeah. I feel like you can reload. You would hope. You'd hope so. It'd be quite hard. It'd be fucking possible to get that foxiest of the hounds thing where you didn't set off a single alarm unless you could read I don't know. That one's probably not as difficult as not killing anyone. Yeah. Because the alarms are quite yeah. lenient. You have like several seconds where it's a bit in like preparing to alarm phase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's classic style, isn't it? Like... <laughs> yeah, with the cameras and shit. Yeah. And even the guards. Yeah. But yeah. Huh? Oh. <laughs> you should we'll take them out quick lie. before they yes. notice. Yeah. I got the... Um, what did I spend my points on towards the end? Like, I upgraded the uh, sprint to insane levels. So you can just boost around like a crazy fucking motherfucker at that point. 
kind of pointless. And they also cheated the final boss because all you need is the laser rifle and you can shoot her straight through the glass. You know? <laughs> it's like instant. That I didn't even know what I was doing most of the time in that yeah, boss. It takes like, like seconds. Open the things and then shoot the people yeah. inside the things. It's like, is this actually working? I can't I tell because they don't appear to be taking any damage. Yeah. And then they die somehow. And then random <laughs> insane people start coming out of the walls. Oh, it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Shoot know. the rotating turrets. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, it's just like sod it. <laughs> I don't know. That yeah. last boss was dumb. Cool game, dumb ending, pretty dumb story. <laughs> dumb bosses. Dumb bosses. Uh, but so good mechanics, just mired actually, by sort when, of yeah. typical Squeenix nonsense. When you're actually in the game, which is the majority of the time, because it takes a long time to sneak around an entire base, like that last base. <laughs> yeah, but that's only because like you, know, you have to be slow for sneaking. Yeah, so ninety percent of the playtime of the game is pretty sweet. I would say ten uh, percent. <laughs> Just some weird yeah, moments. and just... Basically, the game doesn't do climax very well. well no. That's true. Yeah. Then again, I suppose that style of game just struggles with that concept to a degree. If well, you, Deus Ex You have a game it. about sort of stealthiness and sneaking and stuff. It's hard to be climatic unless the, like, narrative... Yeah, it's just like the gameplay almost can't be. That's a word. Or is it climactic? Or yeah, yeah if you're climatic, you'd be like a weather system. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. yeah, climactic. There you go. Well, the original game did it with plot and with amazing changes of setting, like waking up in that in that uh, prison under your and you didn't know it was under your base, and then you which they tried like to that. obviously steal from the new one. Sorry, get in this sleep pod and they'd wake up in yeah, a different that was place. Shit. That was yeah, I suppose there was the odd sort of like dramatic combat section, wasn't there? Like the, yeah, the terrible, your, but yeah. The, oh well, yeah, the attack on the, the apartment was fine. Yeah, that was cool. Tricky yeah. but fine. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out inside the lobby yeah. of the Ton Hotel with all those idiot Unakashupas <laughs> running, running around, <laughs> trying to take them out one by one. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well. Yes. So anyway, Deus Ex. I, I, I they'll probably make another. They probably make some more DLC. Well, they're making Thief, aren't they? Apparently, they're they're um, increasing their numbers at that studio by like a hundred or. Well, yeah, they're that's, hiring. That's an increase. They're they're, they're taking on another franchise, uh, and uh, in addition to Thief and uh, Deus Ex. No, really. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So even with a hundred extra people, that's quite a push. Something like that. And there's something else like Square Enix are setting up a new studio in Montreal as well. So it's like, because you know in Canada there's all these tax breaks for game developers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably something to do with that. Bigger, yeah, that's why, that's why everyone has a studio in Montreal, isn't it? There's uh, like yeah. Ubisoft and 2K. And yeah. Do Rockstar, Rockstar must have a Montreal, do they? I don't think so. But anyway, there's, there's a ton of them. I can't remember where all the Rockstar... I was about to say, was it completely Canadian then, the Deus Ex dev? Because it's IDOS, isn't it, essentially? It they're is, The team yeah. behind it, and they're British. No, it was Canadian, I think. Yeah, um, the, the 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 team. Don't know who, don't know what they where the outsourced boss people were though. <laughs> no, I don't know where they were. I think they're American, probably. Uh, but uh, you could, yeah, you could tell from kind of behind the scenes stuff that the way they talk, they were slightly sort of actually. No, that part of that sort of part of Idos is probably working on the new Team Raider. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably what they're doing. Because that's their baby, really. Yeah. That <laughs> they bought off someone else. Yeah, but <laughs> what core from yeah. Guildford? Crystal Dynamics. It was like, yeah, it was like a con- sort of like merge with stealing your staff, wasn't it? It wasn't like a complete steal. Yeah. They didn't really buy it so much as the core was kind of like going out of business. And it was like, okay, we'll take you. Exactly. So yeah, that was Deus Ex. I don't know what else to say about that. No. I don't know how it's going to figure into Game of the Year stuff. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
other game I've been playing, Dirt 3. Because you purchased that like yesterday. Because I purchased it last week. Yeah, and uh, half price on the weekend deal. Uh, I, I would just say that I did upgrade my PC, as we discussed before, mm-hmm. and it's all working fine. Uh, had a bit of a panic installing the cooler on the graphics card, because uh, it didn't quite fit, because it wasn't a reference right. design of card. Uh, so I had, to, <laughs> I had one of the coolers. I had to use the old one, but it wouldn't fit, uh, because the because the new cooler that goes on top had like masses more metal, more fins and stuff. So I had to bend the copper fins that were on the old one over <laughs> into a, like a fan shape instead of straight up, <laughs> so I could get it to fit. Uh, but it seems fine. I mean, it runs a lot cooler than it did you, before. So. When you say you're putting coolers on your card yeah why uh well it's like mainly uh noise noise okay yeah uh but also it does keep it cooler if you care about that sort of thing there's no real point because like still they, they wouldn't the same power and stuff and yeah exactly i mean uh I suppose noise is quite nice because yeah, the graphics cards do wear out quite a lot yeah i mean my one would be more worse, like, yeah. like work during gaming now i've got it so that um I just set it to a speed, which is quiet, and it never changes because I have it plugged into the motherboard rather than mm. the graphics cards thing. And when I go into game, it gets up to about 53. Uh, that's and quite it impressive. used to go to like 70 or something. Mine goes to 90. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, and that's without it, as I say, without it dynamically changing the mm. speed at all. So uh, that's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, after an extended battlefield section, mine's hovering around 90. Yeah. Which I can't help but think is, that's ridiculous. And it's not going, woo! You need to clean your PC, really. Yeah. I, do, I clean it quite often. I but, get my carbon dioxide spray can yeah. out and go de dust it, and then and then go outside and cough up my lungs. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd say that changing the GPU cooler is one of the most extreme. It's probably the st- the most unnecessary and extreme thing that I have, have done. To take apart most of the, as you said, you, have, don't you have, have to take, take apart most of the card to get. You have to the, take the stock cooler off, which yeah, um, is enormous. Depending, <laughs> and they change design. Like yeah. you can't tell how easy it's going to be to take off necessarily. It's not like because obviously CPU coolers they're built. You know, the socket is built to have yeah, accept yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it's, cooler it's, according it's to the specific standard. Specific because the motherboards. Yeah, you know, when you build the motherboard, you have to support yeah. whatever's going onto it. And but it's... the GPU cards, they're like proprietary. Like, they could be, the re- hopefully, they're the reference design of the card from Radeon or NVIDIA. Mm. But they, the manufacturers have the ability to change to it. To change it, yeah. But so, all they need is the chipset and the architecture, everything else is... Exactly, they can do what they like. So, yeah. so sometimes you can take it off, open it up. Uh, and then uh, it turns out your new cooler doesn't fit, uh, <laughs> which is what happened. And yeah, I kind of made a mess of it, but it does work fine. Uh, although it looks in the case because it's so long and this thing <laughs> is so big, it looks like it's sagging a bit in the in the. <laughs> you know what I mean at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think because <laughs> the thing is, it's kind of wedged in there already because because the power sockets on my card stick in at the end ways rather than sideways so and the thing is really too long anyway so mm. it only just fits up against the hard drive cages anyway so I c- it's kind of wedged in there yeah, yeah. but yeah it works fine they need to uh, do something about graphics cards because they're just a, they've got they've been, they've, they've been getting away with it for a while like, yeah just getting them bigger and bigger <laughs> but it's getting to the point where it's like yeah if you get any bigger i'm not going to be able to build my machine anymore <laughs> not in this case <laughs> they, anyway. should just, they should give up the idea of having two graphics cards in separate slots and just make like a graphics cube where it's just a solid thing that plugs into two slots but, but then cooling is an issue 
Yeah, I, I mean, I've got mine in arrangement that I could add a second card with the same mm. kind of cooler because it would fit, and I was thinking of doing that at some point, but it's unnecessary now, at currently. Yeah. I mean, so... I'd, I'd still rather go down the plan of, like, wait a while and get, and a, get, a, and new get, and get a new card. Because yeah. then, presumably, at that point, there'll be the graphics technique benefits, not just the speed benefits. Well, exactly. So, you know, up to DX11, and I might have avoided some of my bit Battlefield 3 woes. The thing is, there but... haven't been any new technique stuff this year. Everything's just a power-up of previous True. stuff. True. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, the DX11 stuff isn't is is yeah, but was, that, was a while back. Now, exactly, but, yeah. there's been nothing kind of new really, apart from more power. So, but yeah, in the future, was was the, when did the 500 series come out? Was that last year or was it? Uh, what? Well, the, yeah, the sort yeah, of current old, current gen cards. Yeah, I think it was last year because because that's when I was looking at the end of last year. Because Nvidia did a push this year when Duke Nukem came out. <laughs> and that's Obviously. hilarious because yeah. like, yeah, you need a, a new graphics card to run fucking Duke Nukem <laughs> you, <laughs> you do I think, it, I think a good time to buy a graphics card will probably be to get the equivalent tech of what's in the new console you probably know? yeah although as I say the, the computers are now you know moderate what is considered moderate hardware is now starting to be strained yeah because like, as I say I can run Battlefield fine and in actual fact this is worth talking about actually I accidentally ran Battlefield 3 in 3D mode. Oh, right. And it worked okay. I was quite surprised. It Mm. didn't run too badly. There were some levels where it really struggled, and it's like, right, I'm going to have to turn this off. But I pretty much got 30 frames per second out of my GTX 275. Very good. On medium detail at 1440 by 900, I think I'm running it at. That's your... Because I can't can't go higher than that to 1080 because it starts to struggle, but... Um, weirdly, pixels seem to make the biggest difference in Battlefield than anything else. But um, yeah, and that was okay. And the three D, what I didn't re- expect, the game is three D vision rated, so it's amazing. Right, there's not one glitch. Oh, right. in, in the three D, it's fantastic. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. Would you, fr- want to, would you want to spend uh, long sessions <laughs> playing multiplayer Battlefield in three D? I've done it before. Okay. I, I, when, when I first tried three D, my first experiment was Team Fortress, basically. Oh yeah. And I did that for like three or four hours straight with a three D kit on. Is that rated like, in a similar way? No, it's not okay. rated. It's it's rated excellent, not three D vision rate okay. ready because you know Valve don't pay attention to three D. Right. Fair enough. Um, they never have done. Although Portal Two, as I said before, is amazing in three D. Yeah. Um, but the uh, yeah, I was just surprised. It's like it works really very well. The only sort of oddity, and this is a, the problem with most three D games that with at the moment, is that the HUD is a bit funny. Yeah. It's like most of the time it's fine, but they try like the capture symbols sort of try and sometimes adjust to be into the screen based on what you're looking at. Yeah. Which isn't often not right. What you want. It's often yeah. just sort of deep in the screen. For no reason at all, <laughs> sometimes cutting through buildings and stuff, so it, it doesn't get it right, and and that's the other issue: the three D positioning of information. The label is in three D over the object that it's trying to position. So often, like the little indicators to say there's a tank behind that building, the indicator is cutting into the building because that's where the indicator is in three D space. Yeah, which. I'm in two minds about because it's sort of like in theory if it was like a proper HUD in front of your face maybe it would be rendering it in front of your eyes <laughs> yeah. or, or maybe they'd be doing something clever to give I it know. some sort of depth but they um, just do whatever it was that yeah. was easiest for so the, it's a bit strange it, take, it takes a little bit of getting, it's not nearly as bad as the x-ray mode on Batman where stuff just cuts through everything and you're like oh my yeah. brain well, they'll probably fix that and it's, even though that's 3D vision rated it's like, there's nothing wrong with it it works perfectly it just it's just face. horrible <laughs> But uh, cool. um, yeah, uh, surprising. 
recommend if you've got a system that can do it, try it. Although it does make sort of being accurate with your gun a bit trickier. Yeah, which is kind of a problem yeah. for a shooter. <laughs> I mean, Especially an online competitive shooter. It's the one real problem with it. They really, I mean, uh, we've been toying with this idea for a while that maybe when you look down a scope, it should not go, not be totally 3D anymore. Because you only ever look down at your scope with one eye. That's true. In real life, don't you? So perhaps when you look down a scope, the game should be aware of it and go, drop all depth. That would be render, render everything flat. Yeah. Because it does make scope shooting a bit trickier. Yeah. Sometimes it's off to one side very slightly. You can't really tell at range. Yeah. So it's a, it's a bit of a shame. No one's really approached it right yet. But, you know, I don't think it's difficult. Someone just needs to do it. Cool. But yeah. So, surprise. <laughs> anyway. Dirt 3. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's alright. Three distraction. Dirt 3 is excellent. Moving on. I've been playing quite a lot. Basically, I've already played more Dirt 3 than I played Dirt 2. Really? Yeah. Wow. I really like it. Like, technically, uh, you know, Dirt 2 was amazing looking, and this isn't like, this isn't like hugely better, but it does look amazing. Like, and it runs perfectly on my new PC, like 60 frames and everything. They've got a lot of. uh... DX11 tech in yeah, there as well. Yeah, it looks though, so. incredible. Uh, um, and uh, just the character of it just suits me. It feels like there's less filler. Everything feels... Well, the, the, is there less people talking at you? Well, the people still... Talk, <laughs> there are less incredibly slow menus where it's like, wait for you to walk over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the menus are, are much faster. They still look cool, but they're, they're abstract. Like, yeah, yeah, gone back to the Dirt 1 feel. Kind of. There isn't a massive pyramid. It's like individual <laughs> little fold-out pyramids, which yeah, yeah. are really cool, like little triforces of, of, of races. <laughs> but yeah, it's really quick to get around, and it still looks really cool. Like, they've mm. got great graphic design going on, and the music in the menus and stuff is really nice. Um, it's kind of cool when uh, whatever car you you have loaded, model you have loaded, or in last, kind of goes across as the menu starts. Oh, kind of like, and a, like you, PGR4 does. Yeah, yeah you move between Texans and the car goes... That's which cool. is really cool. And kind of, there's all these kind of abstract yellow pyramids everywhere that the car just scatters and they kind of slow motion go or fly oh, everywhere. That. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. That's it looks cool. pretty damn cool. But yeah, um, it does have people talking at you, which is still kind of annoying. But and Hey man, that was a good race. In some Although it's somewhat cool for them to... If they've still got Spoon in the nickname. They've still got the nickname stuff. I don't excellent. know if Spoon like, is in there. It's Spoon! Hey Dan! <laughs> good race! It's basically... <laughs> nailed <laughs> Instead of having all the racers, it's now got like three people. It's got and and a very English woman is in. I don't know what her accent is, but I think it's like Essex, like estuary English. All right, yeah, or whatever. And then you've got uh, man, that was of, a wicked sick race, though, isn't it? <laughs> you've got an American bloke and a, like a deadpan Australian bloke for some reason, and they're like random commentators. They're like constantly saying, "Ah, oh, you're invited to the X Games. You're doing really well this season." There's, 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 there's such a thing as a deadpan Australian. Kind of. He's well, a bit more. No, he, no, he's a bit more sarcastic than the other ones. Another shrimp. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it's but on that, which is still there. I think they basically ever since they made that tech when they were for Toka Race Driver or wherever mm. it was, they were like, oh, we've got to keep using this, <laughs> this uh, use it's, your name tech or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, is it still... So what's the handling model like? So, yeah. Because that's, that's the most important change, really, to the, dirt, to the you know any of the rally games, is when they change their... 
I really like it. It feels like a kind of refined Dirt 2. So they're still on the pivot model? I don't know. I can't tell anymore. When you watched a replay of of the original Dirt, it looked stupid. Like, (laughs) they were pivoting around the centre constantly. It did get a lot better between 1 and 2. But I think 2 is still based on the pivot model, mainly because of the way the cars handle on tarmac. doesn't feel right. I think it probably still is, but it feels right for a, a, the arcadey style that they go. Not arcadey, but it's like semi between. Yeah. It's between. It's not always total been. Realism. It's between arcade and, and your Forza, isn't it? Yeah, because um, they wanted to move away from the realism approach when they realised they couldn't do it quite so accurately as for you know as the big yeah. guns. It's like they well, moved, to, moving away. Yeah, compared to Richard Burns Rally, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like driving a rally car, but it feels great. It feels good, mm. and it, it's still got all the stuff that was in. In the previous games, just um, it just they, like I felt there was a lot of filler in Dirt Two. Like it was, they were quite fun, and it, but it was like I shouldn't be enjoying this because all you're doing is you're reusing this rally stage content, and you're putting a load of like things to smash through, and it's like this is actually fun. But oh, what you mean like you know, games yeah, that try and do like <laughs> like the mission mode in Sonic? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like this is fine, but but in, in in Dirt Three, everything feels like a proper event. It's got the rally cross stuff which is uh really good because it's got like a proper like racetracks like for some reason it's got uh like monaco hmm. uh in there so you can race around the city in rally cross and it's got like the That's la cool. coliseum and stuff yeah. but then when you get to the actual rally which there is plenty of yeah they're yeah. like really good tracks like uh finland stuff with finland uh, and the forests of finland look amazing like finland. and, and uh, you've got different lighting so you've got different times of day including night rally with Ooh. the big lights on the front of your car. Yeah, I which... don't think they did that in no, Dirt 2. No, I don't think that was in Dirt 2. And in addition to all the lighting types, like different times of day, that there is, of weather? course, the weather effects. Yay! Which are fantastic. I mean, you've got rain, really heavy rain. It's got the standing water from Dirt 2, mm. which I think is starting to look a bit old, actually. Really? Yeah, well, it looks it, a well, bit uh, sort of grey. and well, when the you DX11 is supposed it, to make all that... Much better, because they've used tessellation to make the ripples look yeah. super smooth. And... Well, I think, because the surface of your car, if when you're on an outside shot, the water, and the water on your windscreen, if you're in, it looks amazing. Like, I know, it looks that, really was, that was always good in Dirt 2, even if it is completely blinding. Yeah, um, but so that looks great. And, like, the actual water itself, you know, on the, on the surface of the track, not the... Just the glistening of the track, yeah, yeah, not yeah. rather than the st- standing water, mm. and the uh, well, just the rain coming towards your face <laughs> looks great. But then when you actually see a pool, pool of standing water, it looks kind of a little bit too shiny or white or something. I don't know. Uh, there, there, are, there are, oh, what? So the like the uh, the blue Moffat is sometimes a bit too. Yeah, much, when there's a big puddle, or... it doesn't look like mud murky enough. Like oh, what you mean it's too clean? Yeah, almost. Yeah, considering no, well, the most, track most looks... water has that problem though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, they, they don't quite get the murk right. So anyway, but that's great. And then it's not just it's not just rain. You got your snow, man. Snow mm. coming right towards your face, and the snow. Effects... That's needed for like Finland. Yeah, and Sweden, there's, maybe. there's proper snow rallying. It almost took me back because there's some uh, stages are like super special or whatever. Mm. Uh, you know where you're. On yeah, those yeah, tracks yeah. that go, and, they kind of dropped that in Dirt yeah, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but that's all back, and that was that's cool. Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of some of the snow handling of those classic ice races in in Rallycross Challenge. Oh man, they were hilarious, which was so cool. <laughs> and it so you got buggies racing on snow because you got the buggies, so that that's kind of like the ice challenges. It's got that. So I was thinking they pared it down, but as I'm going through, it's like 
oh, rally raid, the raid stuff is still there. It's just under the rally class. So basically, oh, right. so now you go, sometimes you go rally and you just go straight into it. But sometimes now you go rally event and then you choose, you can choose a class of rally within that. Oh, and okay. there's like 60s, 70s, 80s, S2000, 90s. So is, is raid done like an actual race like it was in Dirt 2 or is it rally? If you see what I mean, because raid was done as a sort of all, all the trucks are on the course. No, at I the think same it's a time. race. I think Dirt it's a 2. form of rally cross or something. Yeah, because yeah. that, that was awesome. That rally was one of my favourite bits of Dirt Two was the raid event. So you've got the actual. And they didn't have so much of a track either. Yeah. Sometimes it went quite off roady. Well, they had some special tracks. Like, sideways they? like um, I can't remember. Where, I think it might have been Croatia, but the, there was almost a special raid track in Croatia. That yeah, went kind of off road a bit more, like through the bush. And but then stuff, you end and up on it all the time. And yeah, stuff. You, but then you always play the same level whenever it's raided yeah. in Croatia, which came up quite a yeah. lot. Yeah. So this has like feels like a more variety in the in the tracks and stuff. Hmm. Like the thing is, like I'm a bit disappointed in a way that. I mean, this is just the t- the trend for the dirt games, and they look amazing, so you can't really complain them. But mm. like, a- a- most events take two minutes, so yeah. like, ra- you don't get the old rally stage, five minute rally stages, which, which is, is a shame. Which was awesome back in the day, but um, it did mean that they were you know, crashing was such it was even more yeah. pain in the ass. <laughs> well, they've improved, I think, much much improved since the last the uh, the replay the flashback. the flashback. Now all you do is you press back. You hold left trigger to rewind, and you press X, and you go. None of this. Oh, okay. None of this. Like, have they fixed my going into replay mode? Mode, yeah. And have they fixed my issue with it in the in that uh, I had originally, where the sort of when you've had a big crash and you've like wanted to sit through the awesomeness of the crash, that yeah. there's now enough time to actually go back and correct it, rather than it putting you back right before the yeah. crash. Well. Yeah, I would say yes, but basically I've never rewound far enough to see where the limit is because it, I've always oh, right. thought, oh, this is fine. Because <laughs> there seems like there's loads of, even when I've left it a bit after yeah. the crash, I always seem to have enough time. I can see what they were going for in like limiting it. For, perhaps mm. if you used a flashback just on, oh, I've got that corner a bit wrong, maybe I should do that again in a sort of Forza style. Yeah. But like, but when it went dramatically wrong, wrong. In, in the, in, but you're sitting there enjoying the spectacle of it going like yeah. crazy <laughs> wrong. And then you're punished for watching what is the probably yeah. one of the most awesome bits of the games. Like you know, the damage physics in yeah. Masters games have always been really cool. So basically, and like, yeah. And then you go back, and it's like, oh, I've I've literally got a nanosecond before I hit that tree stump again. It's basically fixed. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's cool. And so, they probably could have done it by just having like when you crash, oh, we'll make we'll just make the any time after the crash free rewind free yeah that would be that would have been good I'm not sure if that's how it's done here but they've yeah. never had a problem with not being able to go far enough yeah, back it didn't take much thought and they could have dramatically improved it but yeah so they fixed that uh, and um, so because I found in Dirt 2 whenever you finish something it's like hey oh you've won this livery for this car <laughs> and, and you've won this thing that goes on your dashboard you've oh, cool oh you've got some liveries man oh check these out and then when you go to an event it's like oh I haven't got a car I need to buy a car for this event now which one do I choose blah blah blah, blah, blah. well and it kind of uh, the problem I have with like these car selection things yeah. and it's like it's weird because they started introducing stats, didn't they, into like the cards? So it's like, yeah, oh, they're I good know. at this, and then you just basically pick the ones that has the best, the most stats, power, right? and then you never use any of the other yeah, cards. Yeah. So this one, the way it works is, you choose your event if it's rally, or it either go straight into it, or you choose your class, like I said, S two thousand eighties, whichever ones are available for that particular race, 
And then you choose a team, and each team has a car. Like, some teams have the same car, yeah, but yeah, they yeah. have a different livery, obviously. Or presumably a different setup, or, like, slight tuning differences. Well, no, uh, you can change the tuning. And it, uh, uh, once you get to the... Once you go in, you're in, like, a service area section okay. just yeah, before yeah. the race, so you and you can change that. the tuning. And it's my style of arcade tuning where... <laughs> more there, or less. There's basically... <laughs> there's five things, and you can go, yeah, more yeah, or less. so same as that two system. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, shorter... Which was negligible at best, for like, the effect of what it did but it'd be cool if you were like spending time on one stage trying to get a better time you could like change your gear ratios or whatever yeah yeah but it's pretty much always the rule knock it down one notch you never very rarely hit top speed yeah but uh there's none of this like falls of craziness of yeah. yeah, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, I, so I sort of t- miss it to a degree. But it's, it's like I've mean, always been in two minds about the tuning system from like rally games because they sort of went a bit. It, the, 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 the most extreme it's ever been, I think, was back in two, perhaps, where you had quite a lot of options. Like you could choose your tires, you could choose your. Um, <laughs> there just seemed to be more options yeah. and things. But then you sort of think about a few of them, and it's like, well, why would I ever choose my tire type? I suppose because you always pick the one yeah, that's most suited to the you. majority of the road. Yeah. But then you've got. The, I suppose that it made more sense when you were doing full rallies, and you had to yeah. pick what setup you needed for the next upcoming few stages. So obviously this but, doesn't have full. Yeah. It has rallies. It like some events. Like as you go through the events, they get longer, and some of them have multi-stage. Mm-hmm. Like you pick a triangle, and it's got three rally stages okay, yeah, in yeah. it, and but, overall. But you have tuning between each one. Yeah, you could. Yeah. I think. Uh, so yeah, because it's the only game to try and mimic the proper. Yeah, it doesn't have that. You only have 20 minutes worth of uh, repairs. Yeah. (laughs) And you did basically do the classic thing of never repairing your bodywork just to see how messed up it is by the end of the rally. Even though though after I'd actually discovered repairing it made a massive difference. (laughs) So you have this one driver reputation level which allows you access to the later uh, teams or mm-hmm. whatever. So, and that gets... Oh, okay, so like the hardcore teams don't let you in until you've Until you've bit... got to the level. Yeah, and see. then that unlocks cars, but also liveries in the same, you see, because it's all yeah, united yeah, yeah, in yeah. that one that one level. I get it. And you get, uh, you get reputation points at the end of uh, events and stuff, but you get like, uh, that's the way they reward you for not using the replays. You get More points reputation. for unused replays. Yeah. Oh, is that the angry system, or does it like presumably there's it like win based, or does wins only count? Is there a money? Oh, system? the wins. Or... So the wins points get let unlock the events, and oh, then okay. these things unlock ah, reputation. So it's like a separate level. Uh, so it's kind of cool. So uh, presumably, if you up your difficulty levels, you gain more rep. Yeah, yeah, uh, and also um, that each each event also has a little challenge, like cross the finish line at eight, over eighty eight miles an hour or something, <laughs> and that gives you an extra. An extra yeah, yeah, point, yeah. A rep oh, that's point. That's pretty boost. cool. That's a yeah. neat refinement, actually. It's nice. Because the money system never really made sense. No, they chucked the out all the money, yeah. so there's no money shit. Uh, yeah, so that's all cool. And then, uh, of course, Jim Carter. That is quite fun, but it's quite difficult because it's not like it's a new skill to learn. Whereas you can jump yeah. straight into the racing and be good at it. Whereas Jim Carter, it's like initially quite frustrating. Like in the first diamond thing. Uh, there's a whole training bit, and to be honest, because there's a gold, there's a bronze, silver, gold system on the training mm. uh, things, and to be honest, that was a pain just learning how to do it. But once you get a bit uh, like the, the golds events in Grid, because they were so different yeah. from the rest of the game that it's just like, oh fuck, do I really have to do these? So this yeah. has also got drift events. Actually, mm. I, I've only actually done one or two, but there's a couple of actual proper like drift style events, and they are very hard. Yeah, uh, and they're, they're always tricky. But you also get the one of the Jim Carter tricks is just 
you drift between two posts and the faster and more sideways they are the more points you get for going mm. through that so there, there are drift challenges within Gymkhana that are just yeah, yeah. made up of those gate things uh, yeah so you get so you get Gymkhana events during the normal run of things uh, which get more fun the more you do it basically like okay. um, once you've learned how to do all the tricks and they've got rid of the uh, the bronze silver gold thing then it just becomes number of points against a uh, competitor number of points like a route okay, or something yeah. so you just it's just it lets you free in an area with all the tricks and you just have to freestyle it in some of some cases and that's mm-hmm. really actually quite fun uh, once you get because you can direct yourself okay. or whatever. I'm, I'm still skeptical it's, in, it's in fun fairness, but... it's cool uh, it's uh, but the also you the other thing you get is like the, the um, Battersea like DC compound yeah, yeah. which is like an area you can go into and mess about doing Gymkhana tricks but you mm. uh, um, you um, as you progress through the game it unlocks a bigger area parts oh, of the area so okay. you get more spaces and like it has missions uh, that you can look up, like achievements, basically, that you look up in the menu. It's like... Go so it's around. Tony Hawk's for Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's, it's, the whole thing is Tony Hawk style, basically. Hmm. Uh, uh, which is, you know, kind of like Tony Hawk. Not Hawk's. a bad system. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's quite fun. And you end up with quite a big area, I think, once hmm. you unlock the inside of the power station and Battersea and stuff. Uh, and that's pretty cool. Uh, what else should I say? Uh, but yeah, it looks pretty... Freaking yeah. awesome! Oh, and it's got. I, I, uh, I do want it. It's, yeah. it's definitely on my list, but I still. It's one of those things. Like, I sort of actually I want to finish Dirt Two. That's or, the thing. Or I'm so glad or... I didn't, and I just went straight to Dirt Two because for a long time I was like, "But there's but, so much Dirt Two to play," and it's like this is so much Chivos. better for me. I for me, I just. Is it still this... GFAL? Sorry, is it still GFAL? Yes, it's games for Windows. games for Windows. Yeah, so I've got Xboxy style achievements, Woo. and uh, it's just so much more sort of Moorish, and because everything's bite sized, and you just everything thinks because uh, that too, I always came to a natural stopping point of mm. I, I don't want to do that one next or whatever. Yeah, there are certain <clears throat> there are certain countries or something that you really just go. Well, yeah. I've done that so many yeah, times. I don't, don't want to do that again. And so, what's the repetition like? Because that was that's been the, their all of their previous games' biggest problem is the repetition. Well, basically, I think there are more tracks and and uh, stages. Mm. Uh, they're prettier, but, really helps that, but also uh, that they mix it, it mixes it up completely, having a different kind of time of day and weather condition. Well, not completely, yeah, but it makes it a big make difference a to the variety. Yeah. It's like suddenly it's wet; it feels quite different, even if you know all the corners. Yeah, because even the early rally game rally. Games in this in Codemasters history had changing weather, and yeah. it did mean you had to tackle certain courses slightly differently. Yeah, so this, uh, but this makes quite a big difference to course handling and stuff. So I, I find I finding the variety really good actually. Mm. And whenever I come back to an area, it's like, oh great, I get to go to Kenya again, or oh great, Finland or whatever, because I like those those areas. They look cool. yeah, and at least it makes a difference. So it's like there's certain like Need for Speed, um, what's it called? Uh, wherever the last one was, Hot Pursuit. Yeah, not the run. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, because that had that had weather in it, but it literally only served to make the game look cool in yeah. different ways. Ooh, it didn't actually storm. change the game. Yeah, so this it feels cool, 
and uh, yeah, I mean, there, it could be better. There could be more stuff, and there could be longer stages. Yeah. Uh, if that would fit into RAM, which I'm sure it probably would. On uh, PC, anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's absolutely fine on mine. I've I put eight gigs in there. It's not even doesn't even use two. I don't think. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but well, the engine might struggle on consoles, I guess, which is obviously the big market now. Yeah, for it, streaming, I guess maybe Ego isn't designed for streaming content. Maybe it runs absolutely great on my PC, and uh, yeah, I think it's really good. Oh, that's the other thing. It's got the it's got what's called Trailblazer, which is was that in two? That was in two. It's the hill that, car. It's the yeah. hill climb cars on rally stages, basically yeah. without pace notes, obviously. Yeah, and that's just the best. It's just <laughs> fucking insanely. Oh, but fast. I like pace notes. Yeah, no, they're cool. The rallies are cool, but like the Trailblazers is just. Is the, the acceleration is just so ridiculous. Mm. You have to break way before. So do they actually have, like, hill climbs? That's the thing. I don't think it really does. Mm. Not like... The first game actually had Pike's Peak. Yeah. And that was cool. I don't think this has any of that. Uh, so it's that, was always, that was always the best stuff back from the Rally Sports series, actually. I used to like the hill climb stages. Because yeah. they were the most unique stages in the yeah. game. Because the sort of rally stages often form... In, back in Rally Sport days, they often formed the sort of ribbon idea almost that like games like Forza use or yeah. something where you're in the same area yeah sort of retreading old ground on occasion I think there's a bit of that a... going on in mm. this uh, but yeah but those whole hill they were really cool and I, I miss those that mm. that would be the one thing I I would put all of Pike's Peak back in there basically yeah definitely uh, but it's cool because you it, with that with the uh, classes you go on oh, modern and you can go in that ridiculous Tahoma thing or you mm. go eighties it's like Audi Quattro yes <laughs> and like in the rally like I was saying you choose sixties Mini Cooper Fantastic. like and and you choose nineties nineties Impreza you know oh, that's cool well I did actually have to what download about a nineties Ford Focus yeah for, uh, I'm not sure about was Ford Focus rallying in the 90s? Well, if it was in Colin McRae 2, 2000? then it would have been. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That would have been the old style Focus. I think you can probably get what you're looking for. Because uh, I, you know, I was one of my favourite rally cars. I used to like, just like the style of it. It's not quite as classic yeah. as the Impreza, but I used to like them. It was cool. And of course the Lancer. Wait, as long Always as it's got the, the different Lancer. versions. Yeah, oh, you've got the modern one and the old the Evo 6. Like the 910 and... Yeah, it's got various types. Um, oh, you want the Evo 6. <laughs> Just because I've driven that one, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing that is annoying um, is that, um, like, the DLC, the paid DLC mm. that you pay for with Microsoft points. <laughs> with with fun coins. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, not discounted by Steam sales or anything. Yeah. Uh, that appears prominently within the game's menus, grayed out. And like, so like, you can't, oh. you can't gold star a, a triangle because you have to buy the last event. And so it says you Ooh, haven't got weird. enough. So yeah. And then when you go into the car select, the team selection, various ones are grayed out because you, the They're car, DLC. the car is DLC. Yeah. And some of the coolest cars are DLC. It's annoying. Like the Lancia Stratos or something is Aww. DLC. And it's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's quite mean. Is I know. Is that, is that all it's the, quite mean. Is that things that have been added over time then? I don't, or, or were they think... all like that from launch? Because that would have been even, that would have been fucking annoying if that was on launch. Well, obviously I can't tell, but yeah. it is annoying. I mean, I, it, I was tempted to get like the, the the track packs, like the new tracks, but it's like considering I only spent fifteen quid on the game, it's like because yeah. it's clever of them because it means that like if they they get a resale or whatever or a second hand sale, then that, that person will have to, to buy that stuff again. Yeah. So I can see where they're coming from, but. For the the OCD part of me really hates that I can't make everything go gold because I haven't bought yeah. it. That, I think it, it's, it's, I can't work out. It's like there's a certain 
element of I can see why they did it from yeah. a business point of view. It's clever. Yeah. And also, actually, in a way, weird way, from a usability point of view, it's kind of nice because you can see, you know immediately see what's available for DLC. But it's the tauntingness yeah. and the cheekiness of it that's sort of saying, you could have this. It's, it's like, I don't care. I'd have been better off knowing that it wasn't there. You know, I'd been sort of like, I'd feel better about it if it almost, I think, if they hadn't told me, it's like, you don't have this. Ha! <laughs> Uh-huh. And it's especially annoying with the cars because they look the, the, they look cool. Like obviously, Lancia Star yeah. looks cool, but I mean the handling model is really fun. But there isn't much difference between cars, really. Okay. So, it, it, well, even if you switch massive era or something. Oh no, they, they'd feel different. But like within, within the, the era, era like okay. it, yeah. probably a Lancia doesn't feel that different to a to a super. So do you, uh, do you actually get outright stats this time? Or is it just you have to figure out the feel of a car for yourself? Because I prefer that. Well, it's got like stats like horsepower. Oh yeah, that's the proper stats that, as opposed to like it doesn't have like, like handling points yeah. scale. No, it doesn't. Oh, no, that's any better. Other. That's better. Yeah, because I, I, that was the kind of the, the the awesome things about the early rally games. It's like, do you want to drive this car? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do. Well, it's up to you to figure out what it's good for. But it's so great that it has the old because it's like. Lancia Delta Integrale? Fuck yes! <laughs> I'm totally driving that one. It's like you know them from old oh, games. Is that stuff. actually is that, is that, that is the, is in the it. Delta? Oh, the Delta's not DLC. No, that one's good. In it. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get yeah. away with not no, having that. Exactly. You got that. You got the uh, yeah, like I say, Mini Cooper. All the all the greats. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty sweet. To Even be the fair. old. Has it, it got the old uh, the, the ancient Celica? Uh, I think it does, yeah. Excellent. So you can so you can have a Sega Rally fight. Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> Fantastic. I, have, I haven't got far enough, but apparently Group B is in there as well. So um, oh, cool. That's where most of those cars came from. Well, like, yeah. Quattro. Yeah, but well, that's hill climb, the one that I've I've been oh. driving. But maybe there's a Group B version. That yeah, I the Group B, one, the, the exciting Group B ones are the tiny little sort of like metros that are for some reason Rocket got powers. ridiculous engines. Well, yeah, they've that, one of that, those. That, the Ford one in Commodore Cray Four. That was like a long Cosworth or something. Oh, what the Escort? That's DLC. The Ford Escort. It was like it was like a Quattro. It was like a long base and then flat, but it was a Ford. That might be the Sierra. That was the one that I always played. That was what like that was the Group B car in Commodore Twenty Four that for some reason always lost all of its bodywork really easily. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) awesome. It's like everything just fell off it. I'll have to check out if that's still in there. Yeah. Um, apparently it's got the new the new I, I I'm not sure actually but I thought I heard that it's got the new mini uh, the new uh, mini rally the car. new new mini rally car so I haven't got that far yet but oh you mean like I forget is it a version of the Countryman or an yeah. actual mini it's a version of the Countryman, the Countryman yeah. yeah the big one yeah but it's but not mini mini it's like ninety percent different parts yeah. obviously but yeah uh, so yeah pretty cool game mm, I am tempted. But I think the other sort of downside for me, I suppose, is that uh, I got the entire Codemasters pack last time for seven pounds, which had like grid dirt to oh, shit. and fuel in it, and it's like fifteen quid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> given what I paid for it last time, oh. yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, best uh, Conor McRae game for a, mm. a while, I would say, on my. Uh, have they dropped the, the Colin McRae moniker though now? Yeah, I, that's gone. Uh, the only. The only th- thing I found it in is like the free car pack that the free DLC is mm. like Colin McRae Memorial Car Pack. Okay. And there's the case, yeah. there is like Colin McRae Vision, I think, as a charity. That's one of the teams. Oh, okay. So, like, there's stuff yeah. like that. But it doesn't say, like, Dirt 2 literally said Colin McRae Rally 
Dirt yeah, two and, and, and it had the odd car that Colin used to drive, like his. Well, you got that. His, his Citroen and things like that. Well, you that. got his Super Impreza or whatever oh, okay. in that yeah. car pack, for example. Yeah, yeah, but it was in, it was actually yeah. in all in the game in Dirt two. Yeah, no, it? it's pretty much gone now, uh, which is fair enough. That was totally. Do you hear the? The, the report back on his helicopter crash. No, no, it isn't. It's completely his fault. Yeah. He's, really? Yeah, he's been oh. an idiot. And he killed all these people, basically. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, slightly, <laughs> slightly less endearing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Sorry, Colin. <laughs> Sorry, Colin. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing. And, uh, I yeah, as... Did I mention it on... Oh, I think I'll be in the car when we're talking about this, but yeah, Batman I ha- I'm going to play, but I'm holding off because there's apparently issues with DirectX 11 currently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but when they, once they patch that, I'll be <laughs> right onto that. <laughs> Wait for the first patch and then read the patch notes and then determine whether they fix it. Exactly. So that's my plan for oh. next week, Batman. Going back to Battlefield, yeah. Yeah. I suppose we should... An actual, yeah, an, I'm done now. In, so. in the, in the uh, vein of patch notes, um, an actual patch dropped. Not a very interesting one. Well, it fixed a lot of issues for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The game, well, it still crashes a lot, which is still a problem. But some of the... Uh, I haven't had a screen flash since the patch. I, I wouldn't have noticed if I had, because I just sort of zoned it out now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I haven't had a, a screen flash uh, since the patch. And also a few of the little... I had a weird sort of polygon issue that I think Zach's seen, where the sort of bit, spiky bits came out sort of from in front of you and sort of... It, in the world, sort of like errant polygons basically just came out from some point in front of you and was mysteriously affected by the world's lighting and stuff. Um, and they've all gone, which is nice. Oh, now that might have been in the latest NVIDIA beta drivers. Yeah, actually. that might have been the drivers. Yeah, not not the actual Battlefield patch. But, yeah, other than that, I've not really noticed much. It was just like some balancing stuff, but it, it did seem like it was the balancing stuff that needed fixing. The no, scar I- got nerfed a bit which makes sense because everyone well, that, might the be, that might be why I'm sucking with it slightly more <laughs> well, I don't know if you notice it that much but because uh, everyone in the goddamn universe was using that yeah, yeah it's awesome it's, mainly it's just because it's the first engineer unlock yeah gun partly yeah I suppose you get it has got the gun loyalty thing hasn't it so yeah sort of uh... so that dual sex that you've written there oh, on your tablets oh fucking autocorrect <laughs> oh is that autocorrect yeah I think I typed deus and it's come up with dues dues <laughs> dues anyway, x sorry <laughs> fuck but the main problem with Battlefield has been just like I don't know it just doesn't seem like enough people are playing it because you join a server and then after one round everyone leaves <laughs> that is really irritating like, yeah, the, the sort of sudden server emptying. It happens, like, every time... I, like, yeah. one night I was just joining a server, which was at, like, 28 out of 32, playing one round, and then everyone left, and that happened, like, six times in a row on different servers. It's like, yeah. fuck's sake, is no one... <laughs> you just stay... But then that is sort of partially because of the stupid fact that auto-balancing just still doesn't exist. It's like, they need well, to implement some kind of fucking auto-balance. Well, one does exist. No, that's not... I, I refu- I've decided that that is not auto-balance. That's auto-leveling. <laughs> that's just making sure the teams have the same number of people. That doesn't balance anything. It's quite important in Battlefield, though. Well, yeah, but it's normally... It very rarely gets more than, like, one person out, even if there's no auto-balance on the server. Uh, sort of, unless a, le- a, unless a lot of people leave at once, like they do sometimes. Yeah, like one team rage crits. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. That's not auto balancing at all. That's not actually helping the balance of the game. 
There needs to be some way to like sort it so that you don't Plus just they... get one team that's destroying the other team every single round. Plus, they totally need to fix that chat window. Well, yeah, the chat window is still fucked. They did patch that. Well, it's weird because I've tried typing messages in there before to sort of like there's someone was going like, please stop shooting out of the base or something. It's like if you're raping us in the base, we have no choice but to shoot out of it to escape. Well, there's, so there's, there's, to there's the classic one where someone said, "Oh, stop camping the point when we were defending one of the Russian goals." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's what you have to do. <laughs> it's the name type you tard. Yeah, but the, the weird thing is, is it you, know, you can't type very long sentences before it like truncates yeah. what you've typed. And then, but then the, the box for an individual chat message is like, like two or three lines high, so it like it lets you. It doesn't let you type big messages, and then has blank space where your message could have gone. Oh, that's dumb. It's just stupid. And, it's, and, and, it's, and the position is the worst bit, though, because it's like right in the middle huge, of the screen. And it covers up a huge chunk of like important a, air. A third of the right-hand edge of the screen. And if it's... you're playing on one of the servers that has one of the auto-balance mods on, that sends a message every time it's auto-balancing someone. So that text message window is up most of the time. Yeah, just replace it with like a standard like text feed. Put it back to how it was in Battlefield 2, where it was just text, and it didn't have a background, and it was just on the on left-hand the screen, and it was colour-coded to... The... But yeah, put it in the Battlefield... Uh, the in the Team Fortress location. Well, yeah. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. I preferred Battlefield 2's, though. I liked it. I, I liked it in the, the mid-screen. Sort of mid-left. It wasn't that high up. It was yeah. all... Uh, I don't know. I prefer it sort of back Like where your objectives are in X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they need to make the colour coding on it actually better. Because it's like... You've got... Talk to everyone. Light blue. Talk to the team. Slightly darker blue. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's annoying. It should like just highlight the whole text of who it's to. Well, it should do it like it used to, where it was like everyone was white, team was blue, and then squad was green. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like the trouble with... It's like, apparently, Dice would say... Probably isn't anymore. It's like, apparently Dice would, would say about auto-balancing, it's like, oh, we can't possibly put auto-balancing in because then that would fuck up everyone's squads and everything. It's like, so just make it auto-balance my squad. Make it take the top squad on this team, the top squad on this team, and then swap them at the end of the round. That's all you need to do. That would solve so much of the problems with team balance. That would work perfectly. Yeah. I suppose you'd have to... Or could you... Mm. It, it might be hilariously swapping every time. You, don't, well, yeah. you, you almost want squads to stay together, so you, could you... Like swap entire squads between. That's, That's what, what I just saying, said. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wake up, fool! <laughs> That's what you just said. Top player. No, 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 said top squad. no, the entire squad. It would have to do it at the end of round. You'd have to. Because it couldn't do it in the middle of that. You couldn't just kill everyone else in the squad and then swap. <laughs> They'd have to be the same size of squad. Well, that shouldn't be a problem since there's only four man squads and they're almost always four man squads because everyone wants more than four man squads. Cool. Okay. That's fine then. But it's like, god damn it! That's all you have to do. It's because it's like there's no, there's no like modern warfare style rank balancing. It doesn't mm. look at the ranks on the server and try and do anything with those. When that's a really obvious, and because it has what the equivalent of like prestige, where you can rank up the top ranks multiple times. I was about to say, couldn't it just use like um, some sort of like what how that guy has performed since they joined the server metric, even because not rank doesn't necessarily mean skill. Well, there is a skill rating as well. <laughs> Which yeah, is I sort of that. Yeah, I've got like minus two. Yeah, I've been consistently the top skill on all the people on my friends list. Somehow, mm. I think that's why he's sniping. I don't, I, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> it's to do. It's, it is a. It is a sort of like what game had it before? Although it's it's Halo style, where it's like if you kill someone who's higher than you, you get more points yeah, okay. towards it or whatever. 
So Apparently. when sniping, you just kill, you're killing. Yeah, I'm sniping. killing everyone, and I'm never dying. So, so uh, I'm just getting all their points. <laughs> I, I, I guess I must just get murdered a lot by noobs. Yeah, probably. Or you, well, not really noobs. It's just like you are distinctly average. You're sitting there at zero. <laughs> well, actually, I was quite surprised actually because I thought my kill death ratio on this was going to be atrocious, and similar to the way it sort of normally is when I play COD and stuff. But you know, and in this, I care like, a lot. I, like, <laughs> I know, I know, I care a lot less about kill death because it's not as important yeah. to the flow of the game. Yeah, yeah as it which is I prefer in... anyway. Although I was quite surprised when mine is sort of fairly happily hovering around one, which is like for for my style of play, that's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, getting in there and taking objectives and shit. Yeah. Not just sitting out there sniping everyone. That's <laughs> why I have a free kill today. Because <laughs> I'm Yeah. Well, yeah I can't help but think that the sniper scoring for insane distance sniping like yours is a little bit unbalanced. Where it's like, how many people have you killed? Two. On <laughs> top of the team. <laughs> so oh, right. Because <laughs> yeah. well, it, it gives you like a point per meter or something. Oh, like, really? For the distance oh, you headshot someone. Yeah. That's why you snipe off the aircraft carrier. Because that, <laughs> that means that everything is more than 350 metres away. That's actually kind of realistic, isn't it? They shot that guy, didn't they, on the the, kid, uh, the pirates, oh, yeah. pirates off, yeah, off, off the of movie. Off of an aircraft carrier. Off a ship. Well, it wasn't it. It was a destroyer or something. But yeah, that was pretty sweet. That's a hell of a shot. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were. It's more, more, more so than in Battlefield, where it's a perfectly stable platform that never moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like basically, just got a, like, got a line of snipers along the deck and just sort of got right, everyone aim. Everyone <laughs> fire. One of the bullets will get him. <laughs> yeah, I think they had multiple targets rather than. <laughs> that would be freaking amazing, though. <laughs> yeah. It would like, be like a shotgun from like a, a kilometre away. And then, like in a random server I was playing on the other day, one of the admins killed me for sniping off the aircraft carrier. It's like, oh, fuck this server then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a legitimate fuck. tactic. What's wrong with that? That's true. It's like, oh, you're, you're camping in the base where we can't get to to kill you. Well, counter snipe me. It's not like it's difficult to see me. I'm lying down on the fucking flat yeah, deck of the aircraft carrier. Yeah, you can see people on the aircraft character and you can snipe Characters. into it. Character shit. The aircraft character. That's I, I, it took me a while to notice I'd said that. Yeah, <laughs> but then, but it, it was like, it's not... I could be sniping on, like, Caspian. I could snipe out of the base practically there. You just go up onto the rocks or whatever. Oh, yeah, we've done that before, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, and you can snipe from there. You can snipe several places on that map, and that's, that's no more illegitimate than sniping off the aircraft carrier. It's not any further, really. I have to say, the weird thing is, like, regarding Caspian Border, since the actual game has come out, I quite liked that map in the beta. I thought it was fine. Fucking hate it now. Because <laughs> you haven't had any other maps to compare it to. None of my games go well on that level. None of them. Except when I'm flying jets, which I've actually got quite good at. Yeah. Now that you've you unlocked the flares. Yeah. Now, once, as soon as you unlock the flares, it gets so much better. But I've got like heat-seeking missiles and the stealth upgrade now, and it, it's actually quite <laughs> really fun. Does the stealth like, upgrade it has, do? Uh, it means it makes your t- things take longer to lock you. Ah, oh, that makes sense. And the, if you get spotted, it disappears quicker. Yeah, like, cool. it only lasts a few seconds, the spot, when you've got the stealth on. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot more fun, even though I don't really feel like I'm contributing to the battle and the amount of points you get for flying around in a jet is really low. Somebody on the bombcast compared it to the snipers on 2-4. <laughs> oh, they're they're, not really they're fighting each other and yeah. not fighting the... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, occasionally you can do a run on the chopper. But even the choppers seem to take quite a lot of damage. Like, yeah. so you, you'll you'll come down. You'll do a sweeping machine gun run on them because it's more effective than trying to lock them. Yeah. Because locking is tricky against something unless you're behind it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're sitting there and you're like, you do a sweeping gun run, or, or and you'll you'll die like seconds later, and then it turns out, hang on, they're still pretty much on full health. I've I've like done nothing to them. 
because some of those choppers can lock you and you'll get killed by them and, yeah. it's like, and then you'll just see their health target and it's like how come so my machine gun run did 10% to a chopper it's <laughs> like you, we, don't jets have that concept of a death dot where anything in its machine gun range is dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was reading on Wikipedia, apparently one time in the 80s, they did, uh, the American uh, military did a kind of, they're always doing like theoretical exercises or, 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 you know, in the desert or trying things out. And they did this exercise of simulating jet fighters attacking helicopters. And they expected, obviously, the jet fighters to just decimate these, like, small targets or whatever. Yeah, but Turned like, out, helicopters are really, really uh, dangerous to jets. <laughs> like, don't go near them, because <laughs> they'll shoot you down. <laughs> That's what came out of it. Apparently, it's, like, really dangerous. Really? Well, because they do have... That's <laughs> how they work in battlefield. They just stop, and they can yeah. lock you and rotate and fire air-to-air. They have air-to-air missiles. Mm. But you'd think that they wouldn't stand a chance. But apparently, no, they're dangerous. Stay away from them. It's the lesson that they learned. I didn't notice this before, but apparently but, but, the scout choppers unlock air-to-air missiles as well. Do they? <laughs> Which is a bit ridiculous. I suppose the irritating thing is, though, is that in terms of... Yeah, true. Maybe it has real-life significance. I, I can sort of see that. I mean, partly because the jets are travelling so fucking fast that getting any kind of sort of shot on a stationary yeah. uh, flying object must be pretty difficult. Um but in the case of the game balance, I can't yeah. but think that that's one. That's something really important yeah, that Jet should be able to do is be an, pretty at least be able and, to take yeah. down the yeah. yeah. Maybe they the just need to like boost. Well, no, I, I was about to say maybe they should increase how quickly your flares recharge, but that's probably a bit ridiculous because it's already they, a bit they, overpowered than any yeah. other kind of missile know, most the, of the time. The, yeah, the flare recharge rate is pretty quite right, really, because if if like uh, I'm chasing a jet. I can pace my heat seekers. So I fire one, which I know they'll flare. Yeah. And then if you fire your second one, as soon as the flare has, as soon as you as pass as you the relock, flare, basically. Yeah, well, you, you you don't have to relock. Well, sometimes you get from the ground. Sometimes. Some, yeah. Sometimes you keep your lock if you're if you if you're on them enough. If you're uh, keep them in the center of your screen enough, you, you don't lose lock. So you just fire your second heat seeker, and then they're in trouble. Well, the way yeah. I do it from the ground is just try and <laughs> goad people into locking. Just lock lock them until you have tone, but then don't fire, and, and then see if they flare. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a there's a there's an extra note that plays when you're flying when something's actually shot in your direction. You yeah, have to, you have to wait for the lock, and then wait for the tiny little quiet. But sometimes if people have, in sometimes if people just automatically flare too soon, yeah, you know, and even then you, you want can. to wait till <laughs> quite a long, quite a reasonable amount of seconds after the ding 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 starts, so you can actually flare off, and then you're. Uh, just in case they fire their second. Yeah, cool. So, Sounds like yeah. you're getting pretty good. Yeah, at that. no, it's, it's good fun when it works. But this is, yeah, I, I have a lot of. Occasionally, jets go so very wrong. Like there are certain levels where the the, the height cap is far too low. Yeah, and that cause and the the action of hitting the height cap is to make all your controls unresponsive. So you just sort of float there, and sometimes they don't come back on. It's like the it's like it forces a stall, but you can't really tell when you're stalled. There's no like indicator or yeah. something. So you, sometimes you'll accidentally hit the skybox and fall from the sky. Yeah, and it's sucks. like yeah. and then it's like what did I do? And sometimes that will happen when you're outside of the buffer zones or something. So you'll You'll just, die. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll fall to the ground quite happily, and it's like, well, I'm miles away. I could legitimately run back to the battlefield from here, but of course you can't because it will kill you in ten yeah. seconds. <laughs> and it's like, and that sucks. There, there are certain levels where that's really harsh. I think what was it? Uh, Firestorm is pretty harsh. Yeah. For that, and which is a shame. There's no need for it to be that low. Okay. It's a. Uh, 
they're, they're hard enough. Jets are hard enough to do any kind of ground damage on anyway, so I don't see why the height is important. So it's it's yeah, it's just a bit weird. I only I should, realize, I should really fix that. I it's, re- it's, or at the very least, make hitting the sky cap not quite so damaging to your survivability. Because you, you can't really tell when it's going to happen, and it just suddenly kicks in. You're like, oh, I can't correct this. <laughs> I can't actually get back to the battlefield. Yeah. I, I only realized, or at least I think I realized this morning, because uh, I'm not sure if this is exactly how it works. But isn't like having a soft lab against aircraft super powerful? Because if you laser target them, so that the javelin can shoot at them. They can't evade it because it's not an IR. Do soft lambs target yeah, they do. aircraft? I've no- oh, no, yeah, you do. I do get locked. You can laser paint aircraft. Uh, so yeah, they can't but... escape a javelin if you get it locked on. Cause Probably, it, cause but the, the soft lamb has, isn't crazy range. It's only like half the map. That's <laughs> <laughs> still quite a long range. Well, no, but it's like half the, the land map. Yeah. Whereas planes have that enormous buffer zone outside the level. But so the, provided you fly fast and quick enough, you'll go out of range. And then... But the lock persists quite a long time after you, after you've painted them with the laser. It oh, stays it? there for a while. I thought while. you had to stay under uh, a soft lamb in order to keep locked. No, I don't think you do. But it seems like... And obviously you only have to... Because it speeds up how fast the javelin locks as well if they're laser painted. Mm. So if you get them, <laughs> I think you can probably do a lot of damage. But I... Of course, no one uses the soft lamb because no one fucking uses the javelins. <laughs> it's kind of the almost pointless two unlocks. I'd like to try. Yeah, I'd like to try. Do you need a team it, of two? Yeah. Where one is a painter and one is a yeah, basically. Man. Yeah, you need, re- cool. you need recon guys on your team to set up soft lambs oh, so sweet. you can. What's that stand for? And you, then you kind of need an know. engineer. You need the. It's like really you need three things because you need the recon guy to drop the soft lamb. You need the engineer to fire the javelins, and then you need a support guy to give you ammo. Re- <laughs> Although you do get quite a lot more ammo if you're carrying the explosives kit. Well, to resupply the soft lamb um, as well, of course, because that gets destroyed. Sounds oh, like yeah, a true. fun squad, though. Yeah, yeah it does sound quite cool. I've seen but people you, trying you're... to do it on, on like on top of the towers on various maps. We need to just try this. I mean, I know your internet connection's a bit shitty, but we do need to try and just get see see how well it actually performs yeah. in more games because it's yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't know. I oh. might be able to move soon. So On another note, there. I might be switching my provider. <laughs> cool, really? because well, Plusnet has been a bit weird of late. It's like I think they're getting popular, mm. or at least round here, perhaps they're getting popular, or maybe it's contention or whatever. But I've noticed that my internet speeds have been dropping significantly. And I like Plusnet, don't get me wrong, they've been good to me, but even their estimated line speed is now falling below 3 meg. Yeah. Which is, that's not what I'm signed up for. When no. I joined, it was 8 meg, and yeah. I got all of the 8 meg. Yeah. And it's like, not good. And when, I, when and Sky, uh, estimated line speeds are, are not great, but it's somewhere in the region of <laughs> the wildly variable 5 to 11. Yeah. Which is, a, which is still a straight upgrade, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, sounds good. Um, plus, I'll get it for like cheap if I actually buy Sky, which I probably will do. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of Sky. Yeah. So we can actually watch like, live we'll, TV? We'll have t- TV, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. We'll actually have TV. So we can TV. annoy Naomi by watching the X-Fact. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. Anyway. laughs> no, I, I might do that fairly soon. So, yeah, it'll be an experiment in Skyland. Sweet. I think for a year-long experiment. Well, I'm getting really annoyed because I, I looked this up, and the, we've got like an official date for when Ipswich is to get proper fibre. Oh yeah, and it's December next year. All oh, right. So we've got a whole fucking year fiber, to wait for fibre broadband. Like virgin. Yeah, like full-on up to 100 meg type stuff. Cool. Because apparently ADSL two around here supports up to 20, which I know some people have. What in um, BT Infinity or whatever. Just that's, I don't know if they even count as Infinity. I think that's just right. ADSL two, like normal broadband. Yeah, but it's uh, 
Yeah, which so Ipswich isn't getting a hundred meg until end of next year, which means that basically I'm boned if I want like better stuff. I'd pay for that shit like straight away if it got here. <laughs> it's like that's amazing. Yeah, so would I instantly. Fifty quid a month or whatever the fuck is. I, yeah, I almost don't care. Yeah, it's like <laughs> fuck it. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. It's, yeah, if I had that, I would not pay the. Sky subscription, and I would just download the Pretty fuck much, out of everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, that's me. <laughs> so I sign up to like Love Film or something and get and just use its Stream streaming it. services. Netflix endlessly. is launching in Britain, I heard. Yeah, uh, it's about damn time. So that'll be pretty sweet uh, for that sort of thing. Anyway, we've only got like fifty minutes. Did you want to talk about Minecraft or something? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I was trying to remember if there was anything else that I needed. Yeah. To... There's another, there's another, speaking of yet more stupid patches that are probably coming out next week, there's yeah. finally going to be another patch for Terraria. Terraria? Terraria. I know, I saw your, your, our count on Terraria is massive as well, it's like 200 hours or something. I can't actually remember. I was thinking of having an award this year for the uh, game of the year based on what, how much time, what game we've actually literally spent the most time on. Because hmm. that's almost an accolade in itself really, isn't it? It'll be whatever, was... oh sorry, whatever Zach's played. It would probably be individual it. awards as opposed to like... It would probably still be TF2 even for this year. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd rule out TF2 for my nominations because <laughs> that's a given. But, but anyway... We don't need to talk about that now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking about it. But there's your the... Terraria is probably going to win. <laughs> Maybe. But there's, there's another new patch, which is... I think the main thing that they're... I mean, there's lots of other stuff that they're putting in it, like weird like, new equipment, like mithril drill bits that you can... mithril <laughs> drills. Stuff. <laughs> That's great. But I think the main thing they're, they're promoting about it is the, they're like, doing a completely revamped lighting engine. Where, basically, where you can combine regular torches with coloured items to make disco torches so you can just have all your tunnels, tunnels illuminated in different colours for no reason in this new smooth lighting scheme. Oh, what? So they're changing it from the block-based Yeah, from lighting. the block-based lighting. To... Oh, but that was kind of... The... I know. I think I prefer the block-based lighting. It's like... It, it was... Let's hope they make that an option. Well, that's basically what Minecraft did because they oh, made yeah. their smooth lighting system as well. And you can talk a bit back to the old block version. Mm. I think I prefer the block version for Terraria as well. <laughs> Other patch notes, like, one of the points is, like, added disco torches. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, sweet. And there's more bosses and shit as well, apparently. Oh, that's good. More actual things, yeah. weapons, bosses, that kind of stuff. So I guess I'll probably have to create a goddamn new character and start over again. That game has received a lot more support than I thought it would. <laughs> well, they did sort of say, like, I, I said it, yeah, launched, like I said yeah. before, it was sort of leaked. They weren't done. And so they, they just involved. launched it anyway because it was leaked. Yeah, because they wanted to make money rather than have everyone pirated. <laughs> yeah. I'm pleased about the the uh, success of that because it's written in C-sharp, isn't it? It's yep. .net. It's entirely so it's like, .net. Yes. And XNA and all that stuff. Sweet. Magicka is XNA based. Really? Yeah. Awesome. It's impressive. <laughs> we could do something. I know we don't. Yeah, I know we, don't we always time, say that. But give, we a, give us a few months totally of like, actual non-working free time, then yeah, maybe we could knock something yeah. up. Yeah, or just more people. We just get a GitHub, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like some crappy thing. I don't but for know. now, Minecraft came out. Yeah. Officially. Minecraft is out. And as, out of 10. Game of the year. <laughs> Game of the year. The 10 out of 10 review is completely retarded. that. <laughs> but it was like... <laughs> As soon as it came, it was fairly obvious to everyone who ever played it, that, or was currently playing it for certain, that this makes almost no difference. No, <laughs> it's like virtually no actual improvements to this between the it, 1.8 beta and this one. Presumably, it means you can't play it for free anymore. 
You never could. We've discussed this before. You yeah, can't you still play have to it for free. You can play an extremely old version for free on the on the web page. You had to buy the beta. It's just more expensive now. Presumably. Yeah, <laughs> now it's now it's not beta price. <laughs> it's not. It's not as not expensive full as a game full price, game. Yeah. Though, yeah. How far away from the Xbox release? Uh, release are That's we? a good question. It's like next. It's been pushed so much because it was meant to come out at the same time. Basically, there's yeah. amazing promotional YouTube video of like the team playing, oh, yeah. Yeah. and like all the cats out. getting really excited, and then it's, it's like, like, oh. new stuff they I mean they had to but uh, I mean they, you had before you had the villagers and they were empty and you had the strongholds and they were pointless and yeah. now that that's all sort of actually become important well the villagers are still in crowd time points it's like oh look NPCs that do absolutely nothing except stand there okay <laughs> Woo. I don't even I wonder what would happen if you stabbed them probably nothing they probably <laughs> just act like a, any kind of animal do you get meat yeah exactly <laughs> man meat can you, you go cannibal murder them for money or something or experience points, I guess. Now that you get, now that there's a reason to have experience points. <laughs> What's the reason? You use you, every time you level up in it. When you have a full bar's worth of experience points, you know, like a level or whatever, you use those to do the enchantments. Like enchantments cost a certain amount of levels to put onto your weapons or armor. Ah, oh, okay. Ah, uh, but they're still like on your stuff, so you can still immediately lose them. Yeah. <laughs> so don't fall in holes. And also, the enchantments are. In, like, gibberish... Well, not gibberish text as such. Swedish chef? Well, it's a it's a known alphabet, so that it does directly translate to actual words, mm. but the words are just basically selected from a random pool of words and don't necessarily have any bearing on what the actual child is. Wait, so they they almost have... <laughs> so they translate to... The, the characters translate to words, but then the words translate to other words. Well, no, the words are just, like, from a selection of words... A dictionary of words, and then those words don't actually mean anything. All <laughs> oh, right. So if you see the t- the word on, two if you see, yeah, if you see the same word on two different enchantments, they doesn't could actually... actually mean that it's the same enchantment or even close. So what's the point? I know it looks fancy. Okay, <laughs> it's not as good as the like generated random crap from Dwarfort. No, exactly. If it was actually, if and if you know, all the stuff in Dwarfort just has meaning. Yeah. Sort of. It like this word means rocks. This guy is involved with rocks or whatever. Defensive stuff of defense. Yeah. <laughs> well, that classic. Smiting of smite. But so you've got you've got this new stuff where where there's basically now an end of Minecraft, sort of. Where the idea is you, you do your normal mining, you get down to the bottom of the world, you get the diamonds and the obsidian, you make the hell portal, you go into hell. Yeah. Which also actually has buildings in it now, which is one of the other things. And a couple of new enemy types. Hell buildings. Yeah, a couple of new enemy types as well. Demon forts. So you go, you go into hell, you get various resources from hell that lets you do the do brewing of potions, but that's almost pointless. That's what I said before. And extremely different. It's like you have to go all the way down there to be able to brew potions, and the potions are almost totally useless. <laughs> Might as well not even bother. Enchantments are slightly more useful, but you still need obsidian and diamonds to make the enchanting table. And levels, obviously. So you go to hell, you get the shit you need from hell, various potion resources or whatever, or just resources, not necessarily potion ones. You kill some endermen and get some crap and get their drops. You can buy that together, you make a. Basically, it's sort of like it acts as a compass, basically. Leads you to a stronghold. You go into the stronghold, you rebuild the end the, the ender portal, 
end of portal. Or air portal. I can't remember what they're actually calling it now. You rebuild this portal using a rather large amount of Enderman drops and hell resources. And then you go through that and you go into <laughs> the end, which is where the Endermen come from, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Clearly. And that's just like a big sort of o- sort of open area where you have to fight a dragon and then you win. And that's it. <laughs> Skyrim style. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like, that's almost pointless, again, obviously. It was only jammed in there to make it seem like and it then what? You win credits. Well, no, yeah, but basically. It, it, yeah. You know, but that's kind of good because some people need goals. But the trouble is that there's not a... It's like... They changed the achievements because the achievements were sort of not really achievements so much as like tutorials. Yeah, and but the trouble is they they've only added like a little more chain that points you of how to get to the end, where it's like go to hell, get the hell stuff, make, find the stronghold, make the end portal, go to the end, kill the dragon, and that's just like one chain. But they haven't really extended it anywhere else, and. That is not enough guidance for Minecraft at all. <laughs> There's no tutorial or anything. Anyone who hasn't played you this since the wiki, start, yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of people are saying that even in the reviews that gave it ten out of fucking ten, <laughs> yeah. they were saying it's like, yeah, but you know, it's a bit of a crapshoot using the using the the construction table well, to figure there's... out what you've got to make without the help of an online guide. And it's like that's not good game design. <laughs> well, it's because I mean, because the crafting grid is positional, where it's like where you, you put stuff guess, in it matters. Yeah. You to, can to a degree. Sometimes you can get the materials are a bit like some of the like some of the material combos. Or... Well, yeah, exactly. Finding the right combination of materials is sometimes not as obvious as it could be. And it's like for the craft for the enchanting table, it's like the the tip in the achievement thing says like use obsidian diamonds in a book to make a crafting table. And it's like well. Surely you, you you try and think of how that could be. It's like, well, obviously, I'm sitting at the bottom, and then diamonds, and then like a book, <laughs> like a table. Yeah. But I, thought, I it's like I tried several different races, and I couldn't get it. It was like, ah, it's so. It must be so close. <laughs> and then I had to go look it up. It was like, motherfuckers. I wouldn't mind. It's like either they need to have in-game tutorials and shit. Yeah. To tell you about. Proper ones. Or like a recipe book that you can open and see all the recipes or something in-game. Or just make it so somewhere in-game there's just a thing that says click here to go to the wiki, like Guild Wars does it. Mm. I wouldn't even mind that if it was like in the game to say you're going to need help. <laughs> Rather than just like wander around and punch bricks because you never know how to make any tools. <laughs> Maybe they could make it like, you know, it could have been part of the game perhaps where you find occasionally sort of like ancient documents that tell you how to Maybe. make shit. Or like, or in NPC villages or something. Yeah. Like blueprints. Yeah, sort of, kind of like blueprints, yeah, but obviously not mandatory so you can choose to have them. Yeah. There just needs to be more, I think that it's like if you're going to call it a finished game, you need a sort of tutorial. It's like how North Fortress is. Yeah, unless you go on the wiki and read a whole shit ton of stuff, you're never going to be able to actually play that. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't know how anything fucking works. So yeah, Minecraft. And so then I stopped playing exactly. Minecraft one and went back to one point eight, which is weird that it's now now it's version number one for official, but the beta is one point eight. So yeah, I went back to one point eight because I was still fucking around with Buildcraft and making ludicrous automated tree farms and shit. I love your reed farm; it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> what you just like the <laughs> yeah the stuff and pistons shove. I wish there was a more efficient way of doing that. That's what I don't like about that reform. It's like you have to have one piston per reed. Mm. <laughs> That's incredibly inefficient in terms of resources. But it is cool when it just happens. Boom! <laughs> Kunk! Yeah. Yes! So yeah, I fucked around with a lot yeah. more mechanisms, making clocks and shit, which will make f- which I've been thinking about starting a, in a, basically starting fresh in another Buildcraft world and going from the start again and using clocks instead of dispenser clocks. Mm-hmm. And there is, an, there is a, theoretically an update that's going to happen for Buildcraft quite soon, because he's been working on it, 
Which is actually some kind of ludicrous stuff. Like, now you can have logic circuits on the pipelines and wires built onto the pipelines that trigger things attached to the pipe. So instead of using the redstone, that's like, you have redstone, but now you also have this other wiring system that's attached to the pipe network. So Save space, presumably. Yeah. Well, to save space and let you do more complicated things, because it has, like, it's conditional, where you can say, if if this type of block is travelling through this pipe, do something else over here. So it adds a lot more complicated stuff. And you need to make circuit boards for the... <laughs> you need to make Minecraft circuit boards, where you have to basically... You have to, basically have lasers yeah. that point at the crafting table and then the lasers go <laughs> like they were making a circuit <laughs> in real life or whatever. Awesome. Which is totally ridiculous but kind of cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then apparently the equivalent exchange mod is going to up, update as well at some point to change all their all their stuff. Uh, yeah. What do you call it? Alchemy. Upgrading yeah. of the materials. That's all going to change to different recipes in their next update. So once those two updates come out, I'll probably upgrade to version one, and then I can play proper Minecraft in parallel with, with Buildcraft, with the rather than having to reinstall the entire thing every time I want to switch between them. Basically, is that what you're having to do? Well, it doesn't really install. You can just basically. Oh, it's just an ex- there's ba- in- or an executable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in your in your user file in Windows is where Minecraft basically stores all its data. Yeah. The exe is just. By itself, you could it, in an empty folder by itself, but all the data is stored in your user, so you just copy that out, shove the old one in, and it works. Yeah. So yeah, that's what you have to do. Oh, what, so you have to, yeah, you don't actually move the exe, but you move the because it all um, it always looks at that directory, which is kind of a pain in the ass in its own way because it's like I can't choose to not have all of Minecraft data stored on my fucking C drive. Because oh, yeah. it goes into my user folder. You'd have to use one of those link things. And of course, because Minecraft's worlds are storing so much data, they start to get, start to get big. Mm-hmm. Like 50 megs a world or whatever. Like Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, data. Oh, we're coming towards the end of this podcast. We've got a little more time. A little more time. I'll tell you... I was trying to figure out else I, I You know, I said I was going to play Twilight Princess again. Yeah. Guess what I am playing. Skyward Sword. <laughs> that would be weird. Go the other way. Ocarina. No. <laughs> Too far. Humphrey Too Wind far. Waker. Yes, Wind Waker. I'm not playing Wind Waker. Yes, Wind Waker. Might as well. And it's like, that game looks great. Yeah. I was actually thinking maybe I should try, because uh, I own the game, maybe I should try getting it working in Dolphin in like a high res. Because oh, yeah, yeah. I know you could, because Skyward Sword looks kind of cool in HD, a lot, but a lot of people are saying got no this. controller, have you? Yeah. So how would that work? You can. I, can. I don't know if Dolphin <laughs> supports the ability to Apparently like, it does. Root, you yeah, can. If you have a Bluetooth receiver on your PC. Yeah, you yeah. have to do some ridiculous. I could possibly play Wind Waker in HD with my uh, Xbox controller, which might be quite cool. That'd be quite nice. Because it's lovely looking, just even though it's so old. Like, it would probably so shoot the HD update because yeah. it's not really texture heavy. It's all nice and self-shaded and stuff, and it looks great. And uh, yeah, cool game. So, uh... oh, I remembered a game that I didn't talk about when I played it like a couple of weeks ago because it got absorbed into Battlefield and stuff. Okay. And it, 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 yeah, it doesn't bear that much talking about, but I was fucking around with this weird weird, totally unfinished project that someone's been working on for like 10 years or some shit. It's one of those never-going-to-be-finished kind of games. It's called Cortex Command, which is this weird sort of... I'm not sure how you can even describe it. It's sort of like worms, only more direct control, and you just have this like world and you have to fight things in it, except it's like super physics-based and all the terrain is, is has that kind of pixel physics, where it's like if you undermine things, bits of it fall down right, like yeah. the actual pixels yeah. of the terrain can be modified by yeah. explosions and stuff 
which makes it fucking impossible to play. Because in order to interact with this pixel-based physics engine of all the terrain, the the way, like, your blokes have to move is really kind of, like, weirdly robotically slow, where it's like, because it's trying to cope with this unnecessarily large amount of physics for this incredibly simple motion of, like, walking forwards. Like, per pixel physics. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's like an evolution of voxels. Well, a (laughs) de-evolution. A sideways evolution. Do you remember, because I was trying to think of the game game I compare it to, but do you remember from, like, a million years ago, it must have been off a PC game of cover disc, I'm sure, but there was a game where it was, like, a side-scrolling shooter, not sold at... Mm-hmm. But it had pixel physics where you could shoot through the terrain, like you could carve bits of terrain out and they fall over. <laughs> it wasn't really a game as much as a tech demo, even. There wasn't really much game to it. I can't fucking remember what it was, but I'm sure it was a PC game of disc. No, I'm struggling. Can't remember that one. But it's basically like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. Okay, well, that's a great reference <laughs> for all listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Woo! Weird. I had something else I was going to say before. Oh, are you going to play Assassin's Creed Revelations? Me? Yeah. Not for, <laughs> Come on, not you for be a while. Me, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it, I, maybe eventually. Uh, Those adverts are annoying. Reviews aren't great. Um, I don't think the bombs thing... In, basically, they, they seem to be focusing on that bombs new feature. <laughs> and I basically, would, basically wouldn't use it at all. I don't, I don't, I, I don't use stuff. most of the yeah. stuff that Assassin's so, Creed gives you. So, yeah. Not I even in the second. Fuck so, smoke bombs. So, possibly, but not for a while. I probably should use smoke balls. Anyway, is, what, how long until our uh, special? Our uh, couple of weeks, a couple of casts couple, still. A couple of casts to go. Okay, yeah. well, uh, well, we'll join you next time for... Uh, normal cast in two uh, weeks' time. Normal cast. And then the special, end of year uh, special. Special, Unless special. we want to do it before Christmas, for some reason, so we can rule well, out. It's we like in see. four weeks, it virtually will be Christmas. Exactly. So, uh, not long. Yeah, that'll be the last cast of the year, though, probably. So, yeah, unless that... we wanted to do that one set. Ten seconds. So we'll be back for that one. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us for this one, and uh, we'll catch you <laughs> next time on the Summercast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, I'm emo. Oh, wait. Victory!